Ooh, give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast. Yeah, boo, talk your shit. Let's pull the two seat out, baby. Ooh, give me some more flavor. This wherever you want to go. Welcome to the Untitled Podcast, your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, aka the greatest show on earth. Back again, man. Uh, I'm your host, Boo. You already know the voice, you know the vibes. Uh, got the one and only with me, GTO Jonesy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God bless. Thanks yes, for to be back. Everybody's favorite. The the the. Yes, I, I ain't gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it this time. You had to bring it out. I was going to, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. We we we, we got actually when you get it out early, it makes me feel better. Do a seat. You see, but out. You know what I mean? Because it's anticipate. It could be anticipating that at any time you drop that's, it. You that, know yeah, I mean? that's so. that shit I don't like about it. Because when I first started doing it, you ain't and I, that's all I was trying to do. Make you feel good, bro. Pause. Right. Like not like, but you know, it's man, yeah. cap. You feel People. me? That's it, man. So you know it's what I mean? The goddamn <laughs> Milwaukee Miracle in the building, man. Back again. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> there we go. Got it out there. The now go. we good. All See, right. look. All look right. how he's smiling. See? There yeah, he feel good about it. All right, I'm tired of He got it out. That's all we said to do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm people's champ. I'm here for people. You got something for that. That's all right. I know. I know. Yeah. I ain't worried. Okay. I know what's coming. Okay. Trust me. That's what we here for. <laughs> okay. All right. You got something that, that's your problem. You know, I got some little, little shit up your sleeves. Nah, that's, that's, that's okay. One thing, that's one thing I know about you. It's you okay. some little, little, little trickster. Nah, I figure it out. Just say that. Yeah, yeah you do. You do. Without further ado, mm-hmm. but much ado as, as well, man, we got mm-hmm. a singer, mm. a songwriter, mm. um, Let's go on. Yeah, the list go on and on, man. Yeah, um, the Tiff. Yeah, the, Tiff, uh, the, the, the Don. The scholar. The, the scholar. The, the biochemist. Yeah, the. The abroad. Yeah, the, you know what I mean? Tiff. All the way Can from. from international from, Tiff? Yeah, yeah, international Tiff. I think, yeah, that's that's it. That's the one. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the stick. You know, All from right. East Savannah to China <laughs> and, 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 and back again. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Tiff's in the motherfucking building, man. What it is? What's up? What's up? How you feeling? Good. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. Glad to have you, man. What's going on? <laughs> um, life. Everything good. Yeah, yeah. Everything's lovely. Everything's peachy, man. So, um, 
So we'll get right into it, man. Uh, well, first, first of all, before we get started, we'd be, be remiss if we didn't um, do our, especially with a singer in, in, in our midst. You know, be you know, be uh, wrong not to send a RIP out to the legendary Tina Turner. Yeah, that's um, big. Absolutely, you know I, mean? I can't cross my timeline. That blew me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. It definitely did. It's, He's absolutely a legend. Yeah, and I be like, and I know our parents obviously like every generation lost legends, but mm-hmm. I don't know why I feel like we just losing. You know what I mean? Like mm. so many legendary yeah. people. Like, but they they've lived long lives though. Yeah, no, nah, full lives. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely, man, definitely. And I think that's a good thing about it. And I think also like just the fact that we all got to like, you know, experience their music. You know, what I mean, live in it, be a part of it. We've seen the movies, we've seen they, you know, contribute to the culture. There's so many. I mean, Beyonce's on tour right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I think Tina Turner and her lineage and her influence, like literally, I go straight to Beyonce because I just can see. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, you, that's you a big see, influence. Yeah, the parallel. Like I said. Beyonce actually had the um, wonderful privilege to perform with Tina Turner mm-hmm. um, many years ago. That was one of my favorite performances because uh, I feel like Beyonce was so amazing in the performance and mm-hmm. the way she mimicked Tina mm-hmm. and how they came that uh, came to bring that performance to life. It just that was just a legendary moment. Yeah, 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 and, and for me, I mean, I'm a you know, uh, and he'll tell you, I'm a music nerd, man. Like, I so I love seeing when they kind of when they get it right, you know what I mean? So, they just say do the Lifetime Achievement Awards and they get somebody else to sing, so kind of that Mike and Chris Brown moment. Like, I want to yeah. see that, like, that's dope. Well, Mike and Usher, right? Yeah. Like, you get to see it in real time, see them interact and see the similarities, you know, play out right in front of you. So, I think it's dope that they were able to form together. Um, you, you know, know. what. Um, when I was in high school, I was on dance line, mm-hmm. and one of the hardest dance routines we had was to uh, during the time I danced mm-hmm. was to Tina Turner's song "Rolling on the River." <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. I will never forget the countless hours of running it back, running it back, running it back till we got it. And yeah, nah, definitely, yeah. and it's and it's a legendary song. And Tina was obviously more than just. What we saw in the movie more than just Ike, you know, more than that shit. Like she literally was a legend. Like we can run down the list of artists, you know, even a Taylor Swift. Like you could see what she pulled from Tina, you know what I mean? And, and I ain't no Taylor Swift fan, but you know, you can see kind of when you see that that kind of rock and roll kind of shifts into the R and B realm and country realm. <laughs> That's you right. know what I'm saying? So so That's yeah, right. no, nah, absolutely, man. Um also before we get started, um Ian apparently has been hiding a child from the world. You know, Ian got a new kid. Hiding a child from yeah, the world. Ian's been hiding a child. Oh, he you like Drake. The world from the child. Which one? <laughs> That's a child. He like Drake. He like Drake. He got a little little light in him too. He kind of look like Drake. Some oh, little man. bit. Little. Doing, okay, I did get a puppy. You know what I mean? And I think I've been debating on what I was going to eventually go with a boxer, a bully, or it was either going to be a husky or something like that. But. Mm-hmm. I end up getting uh, a deuce. That's his name. So these last couple of weeks have been very different for me. I could say the last. It's just been, you know, morning crying and, you know, picking up a lot of shit, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. a lot of mopping. Yep. Yeah. You know? So the one, the one thing that I did have to do, I think the best advice is like, I think like if y'all know me, like, and I've always been this way. Miles Tiff, you can contest it is like every place I stay, I have like sneakers just lined up. Yeah. Yeah. 
that always be me because I take my shoes off as soon as I and I just line them shits already up. So yep. I say, well, in, in this aspect, I got to move move all the shoes all right. and all that. That's the first mean, question I asked you. Yeah. <laughs> I was about the shoes. Yeah. Like, what you yeah. gonna do with the shoes? Did he chew on them at all? Nah, the only thing he did got he got some shoe screens on, like some Jordan fours, but he just got the shoe screen. Oh, so God. I was lucky, you just know. He snuck out the cage. Away. I ain't put the cage all the way locked. My yeah. boy got out there, but other than that, you know, it's it's all right. Struggle, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's different, man. You know, I kind of dealt the same thing, and mm-hmm. it, it teach you patience. Like if you thought you was patient, like once you live with a dog, mm-hmm. like. You know what I mean? It teach you patience, man. Just dealing with them and mm-hmm. care for something that couldn't care for itself otherwise. So I agree. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole lot of picking up shit. Shit, man. Shit yeah. on shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> the shits. I know this uh, is a crazy segue, but back to Tina Turner, right? Something yeah. I learned through her passing was that she had a kidney transplant from her husband. Oh wow! I saw that. Isn't that amazing? That's that dope. was dope. Like they, yeah. And they is he still about, living? I mean, he's still yeah, living, he and Damn. he inherited like half a bread, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how much he inherited, but apparently she survived six more years after getting that transplant. Wow. Yeah, I yeah I saw that. They could, basically they were talking about I guess how everything got split. And, you know, she was living in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that he got like forty percent of forty seven percent of like her like whatever, mm-hmm. but they kind of went into the fact that like yeah he donated a kidney to yeah. her like mm-hmm. yeah. been with her like yeah. all Through that the scratch, so, yeah yeah so wasn't like somebody swooped in just right. getting something like nah like bro literally like right essentially gave part of his life to you know to help her right you know, imagine think, that like yeah. going from an abuser to going to somebody else who shows you what it feels like to be loved and really. Does everything to keep you here as long as possible. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Crazy. Yeah, cause that's big. That's big. Like the organ. Was, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I heard she was bigger over there in Europe. If I'm not mistaken, and she was in the U.S. I think after her little, you know, her tour she did through the U.S. and she eventually after the Ike thing she went to Europe and they said she was like a mega star over there. Yeah, yeah, and that, she was a yeah, mega star, and, and it happens a lot. You yeah. see that a lot. Um, and that kind of actually transitions. Um, you know, I mean, it's something that I want to get to with Tina. Um, you know, there's a lot of. After and, and we see this a lot. I mean, you talked about it after Kevin Samuels Samuel died, right? Like it's the backlash that happens, the the need for people to point out the flaws of folks mm-hmm. after they've left this earth, right? So there was a clip that wrote that's been kind of floating around social media about Tina. Wow. And um how Tina was talking about you know, how she when she performed in Africa, she wasn't inspired, you know, in Africa because, you know, the people and you know she she likes one of these big lavish venues, and she didn't see that there, so she hated going to Africa. And people took that, twisted Spend that, it. turned that into uh, Tina don't like black folk. Oh, uh, right? see, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was and, and, That's like a venue, dog. And, it, and it, you know, it was news to me too. And I first saw, like, hold on, huh? Yeah. So I'm watching the clips, and she did say it. You know, she did say it, but. For me, you know, it's like she does not. I'm sure she didn't mean oh, I don't like black people, right? If she said, "Okay, I don't prefer this kind of venue, or I prefer yeah. this kind of venue," then that's probably what she meant. From a performer aspect, I totally get it. Yeah, you know. like if you if you are used to a certain kind of sound system or amount of space, because your performance requires this number of dancers or this amount of space for musicians or you want this particular setup. You mm-hmm. want the chairs to be in this particular layout. Yeah. All of that matters in it. It really um, has an effect on your show. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and now somebody's going to ask you about, 
you know, as a performer, when, you, when you're setting up and you're going to see these venues, because obviously the aesthetic matters, right? Like yeah. everything. And I think a lot of people don't realize, like, how much goes into it. Like, you know, just not how big the venue is. Because everyone thinks that every performer wants these big sold-out arenas. Mm -hmm. And that may not be, you know, their swag. You know what I mean? Sometimes intimate settings, sometimes intimate settings are better, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Just because people will have the opportunity to actually, I guess, come up to you more. Or Mm -hmm. you can literally see who's present yeah. you can you know walk up to them talk to them include them in your show which you can do that on a large scale too yeah but it's it's harder yeah. when you have barricades and things like that yeah well, what's your preference honestly any stage <laughs> because <laughs> okay. I, I'm, like I'm okay performing anywhere and <laughs> like i say hey i want i'm willing to sing for all who will listen. Yeah, just said pack that shit out. Yeah, let's shit. do it. Like, Run that shit up. Anyway, but this small or big, yeah. I've had the pleasure Anytime, of singing anywhere. in caves, <laughs> on on T mountains, singing in, you know, in a packed house, in the pack in the house or uh venue where it's not super packed, but we still have a good time because the people are engaged. Mm-hmm. And a good show is a good show, regardless yeah. of how big the venue is or how small it is or how many people are there or how many people aren't there. Yeah. If you perform like you're performing in front of millions every time, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. They'll feel they'll feel your energy and you'll feed off of theirs. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um one thing we touched on was um you being an artist. Um when we have artists come through, one of my favorite questions to ask them is at what point did you know, oh shit, I'm kinda good at this. You know what I mean? Like this is something I can really do. Because we all sing in the shower, right? Like we all, you know, what I mean, we all got these things we do. We think we're good at, mm-hmm. but there are all also things that we do that we realize, oh damn, this is a real deal talent, a real deal gift. This is something I may be able to generate some dollars off of. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point did it happen for you? Okay, so I started singing at a very young age uh, because my mom used to be the choir director for <laughs> my church. <laughs> she got started. Always got yeah. started. I really didn't have a choice. I was like, you know, my family was the choir, my sisters. Mm-hmm. So I would see them practicing because we would be at home and they'll be running through the songs that they're going to sing on Sunday. So I'm standing right beside them and I'm, you know, paying attention and learning and singing along. So mm-hmm. that's how I got my start. Um, with singing but you know singing gospel music is different from other genres and mm-hmm. if you mess up in church yeah. people aren't gonna boo you that's They're all right baby that's all right, that's baby. All right baby you guys keep on that's all right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um the main thing that i that i learned from that start is we really had to just get up there. You had to be ready at any time. And um, they will call you at a moment's notice. You never know sometimes, like, if you're going to sing or if you're if you someone else is going to sing in your stead. But they always would stress, be ready. Yeah. Be ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Always, always. So um, after that, though, many years later mm-hmm. um i didn't really feel that i could sing honestly for real for real yeah. until i got an undergrad okay. because wow, okay. i was in concert choir and 
I was intimidated, honestly, Mm -hmm. because yes, I know how to read music because I played an instrument. Mm -hmm. But when I got in concert choir and I saw how structured it was Mm -hmm. and they were doing these vocal exercises that I had never learned before. And I just saw how no nonsense the conductor was or the, um, I said conductor. Yeah, the director was. And so I was like, ooh, do I have do I have what it take? Right, yeah. And so yeah. I didn't even enroll. <laughs> I didn't even enroll that time. <laughs> I just sat in, watched a few lessons, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for this. But yeah. then I enrolled, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, kind I can book, do it. Yeah, yeah so I, I got to learn classical music and um, learned so many different techniques that i weren't privy to Mm -hmm. vocally right right because instrument wise i played the clarinet and so i was familiar i was familiar with those that's interesting because i played the clarinet too this man capping on the clarinet (laughs) because i played the clarinet too like every time you had clarinet niggas because i played it it was a group real niggas playing clarinet you had no no percussion or nothing else i mean we was in the band but we was every time someone comes in that's familiar with clarinet and i speak about it they agree he said i'm lying like all right so i'm so i hate it i'm sorry so I told him. Mm-hmm. So basically, in fifth grade, it was when I started in the band, right? Okay. Cool. So I got to pick an instrument. They won't let me play the drums because everybody want to play the drums. So I'm looking. I bet you got the flutes right here. Mm-hmm. The clarinet is right behind them. There's a little girl I like that played flute. Uh-huh. Shit, if I play clarinet, I can sit behind her. Right. But I don't look, you know what I mean, a certain <laughs> way, goddamn, blowing in the, in the flute. Right. So I said, let me a clarinet. My brother played clarinet for a year too. You know what I mean? Nigga mm-hmm. across the street played clarinet for a year. You know what I mean? Like, what y'all call y'all? What y'all call yourself? We didn't call ourselves. Self? Nah, this nigga no. lying because he used the wrong terminology, right? Wait, what did he say? This is no. What I said was it was a, it was four of us who all played clarinet, mm-hmm. and I said we was a quartet. And okay, a, that's a quartet. Yeah. And it was three of them. How is it a quartet? You said four, right? I said he four. just he counted three niggas. How you go from three to four? <laughs> the first time like, he added, he added a nigga. Four. He four. added a nigga. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna swing Prove this it. back. That's <laughs> Prove it. recorded. It's recorded. What episode? Find episode and run it three, back. People, that's a trio. trio. It's four people. Four it's a quartet. If five is a quintet, come on, man! I was yeah. really doing this clarinet shit, bro. Like, I'm, you know hey, I mean? next next I episode, to... we're going to rent a clarinet from Port Portis, yeah, Portis, 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 Portis Music, and yeah. this nigga, we're going to see. Yeah, we go to Portis. We're going to get me. We're going to get a clarinet. I got a buck. I'm going to pick my own reed out. But if you haven't played in in years, if you haven't played in played in eight years, and they ain't played in high school, I can still, I can show you some notes. I can still play a. B, C, come on, look, cause you don't have me goddamn really <laughs> turning up. Now we'll do that. We'll do that for the people. I play. Um, I I'll play let's, myself. I, I play let's go band. I haven't played either. I will play let's go band. Though. I can play. That's probably the only song he know. No, nah, we play some <laughs> shit, but that's what I can play right now by memory. Okay, mm, she too. Yeah, yeah, see how you is. See, see this shit. So you 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 started playing in the fifth grade. Fifth grade, I played clarinet in fifth grade. I played fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. I'm surprised they. I'm surprised you started playing so late. That was in what I'm sure I went to literally like you couldn't be in band till fifth grade. Mm. So fifth grade was when I picked that shit up. We played in fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. I that's when I started feeling myself a little bit. Had a little swag to me. 
I said, one, I'm tired of this band shit. Two, I was playing sports. So, you know, I, I had to pick. Like, I ball, I'm playing clarinet. I'm playing yeah. ball. You know what I mean? So I had to separate it. But yeah, it really happened despite, you know what I mean, what Ian had said. I had to choose as well. So I stopped playing clarinet in eighth grade. I started dancing in high school. Okay. Yeah. And and so one thing you did mention, right? So you mentioned learning all these different genres. Um, do you feel that's important for an artist to understand different genres of music or just maybe hone in on one particular one and master that? That's a good question. No, I think I think you should expose yourself to many different genres. And if you are formally learning music, the foundation is classical music. You're yeah. always gonna learn classical music first because of the intricacies. Mm-hmm. You can you can transfer those over to any genre, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I've always wondered that because you know, actually, this may be the first time we actually had like a singer here that I can remember. Um, most got most we had is rappers, but even the rapper, like when they come through it and producers, and they say like, yeah, nah, like I learned all kind of like different shit, and I took pieces from what I learned, applied that to rap, applied that to hip hop, and kind of made it what I made it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been interested, you know, from your from that standpoint of from singing, like, is it important to know your classical music? Is it important to know these country music? I mean, I listen to damn near everything. Like, you literally know what's going to be playing in my... Like, you have no idea what's going to be playing in my car from day to day. Yeah. And you never know what's going to inspire you. Like, mm-hmm. I love classical music. I mm-hmm. listen to it depending on what what mood I'm in. Yeah. Like, if I want to be focused, um, I'll put on classical music. Yeah. If I'm in my feelings or something, yeah. I'm listening to R&B. Yeah, if I'm... <laughs> if I'm, goes. like... Trying to have a good time, then I'll play rap or whatever. Yeah. And you know they Chat say, music. and they say that you know R and B is literally not but gospel music. They replace God with love, or you. No, instead of what they say, they replace God with you. Mm-hmm. So they say you literally go to any R and B song and replace when they say you with God is literally a gospel song. Dang. I never thought about it like that. I never thought about it, but that is like I can see either. that. Yeah. But I know a lot of times um, gospel artists will take a. Um, we call it secular, secular, secular music. music. Yeah. Take, take a secular song and convert it to a gospel song. Yeah, it's like um, like Jill Scott did. What if he loves me, right? Like that's you know looked at as a a gospel song. He loves me being he being mm. God, but then mm-hmm. with Jill Scott, it's who's Elizel and Elizel and E flat or whoever it was like mm-hmm. so. You know what I mean? So it's just different, you know, different intricacies in it. It's a million dollar word um, <laughs> in it, man. But yeah, absolutely. So another thing we touched on was you um, you shifted. You left, you know, left Savannah and went to China. Most niggas leave Savannah and go to Atlanta. <laughs> you just turned up and said, fuck it. I'm going all You know the what? There's nothing wrong with going to Atlanta. <laughs> nothing at There's all. Black Hollywood. Yeah. It's a lot of entertainers nah. there. Niggas do back in brand new. Yeah, this, this, and I was saying, saying niggas, no, niggas Atlanta, ain't brand got, new going from the port to, to Atlanta. <laughs> you, you went to China. Like, that shit's different. Like, like real deal Chinese food. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, real, real shit. Not just, you know. Yeah. Not the Chinese restaurants that we got here with Mexicans. <laughs> I've never seen a Chinese um, restaurant with a Mexican cook. Look again, look again, look again. <laughs> After I said that, go back, look, and come talk to me. I promise, like, God damn, all them niggas, they ain't even Asian. Them boys Mexican as fuck. <laughs> promise you, they don't really be. The only Chinese people working in Chinese restaurants is in the front. Okay, they I'm, I'm going to keep an eye out. Yeah, take your order. But other than that, 
All them boys ain't be Mexican as fuck. I'm gonna keep eye out. Them boys all be Mexican. What was your first reaction when you got over there? Like the first day you dropped down over there, like I knew that had to been like a culture shock. Like how 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 did you you know? Because everybody look alike, right? It was a culture shock because that was, so racist. That that was, was very racist. Bit. I'm an asshole. Well, go no, ahead. Tim. Everybody I'm sorry. does not look alike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, it was, I would say, um, shocking just because I don't know why I was expecting to see like street signs and signs on buildings. I was expecting to see. I don't know why I was expecting to see English. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last thing you was going to see. Yeah, look at you. I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, maybe, the, you know, maybe they'll have the translation underneath. I don't know why. But that wasn't the case. <laughs> so getting around, luckily, my job sent, you know, transportation to pick me up from the airport and take me to my hotel as soon as I touched down. So it wasn't too crazy but just the realization of okay you in this massive city yeah it's 26 million people in this Shit. one 26 city. million 26 million in this Get one the fuck out of here. city Beijing? yes i knew it was kind of congested over there no shanghai shanghai okay shanghai. okay, okay. It, 20 Ouch. there are 26 million people in this one city i don't see anybody who looks like me but i was prepared not to see anyone who looked like me yeah um, but still, even being prepared for it is knowing that yeah you still can't really prepare. And for that's it. what I was going to ask: How do you prepare for that? You can't really prepare for it because it's one thing to for somebody to tell you, "Hey, this is what's going to happen," right? But then when you actually experience it, you're like, "Yeah." So it really it's really yeah. nobody that looked like me yeah nah cause I, I like I, I joke about like you know going to like Georgia Southern and being at a, at a PWI with all these white folks but like mm-hmm. obviously we there like you still you know what I mean so it's not a whole lot it's just different but it's not real different you in a different country a whole different culture the way they move the way mm-hmm. they interact the signs like you said cause I probably would do the same shit I was just looking and all it felt surreal yeah yeah but Luckily, I knew some people mm-hmm. going there, okay. so that helped. Yeah, um, with the transition. But um, how long were you there? Four years. Sheesh. Yeah. So you can speak at this point, mm-hmm. which I kind of know is different. Like Mandarin. Okay, Mandarin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Has that helped you? Like after the fact, I'm sure in business. That's I mean, learning it. I definitely learned it just to make my quality of life better mm-hmm. while being over there because I got tired of taking 30 minutes to <laughs> order food or doing gestures to figure out where the bathroom is or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But it's so easy to not learn yeah. just because when someone hears you speak English, they, oh, hello, can can oh, we practice? You yeah. know, they want they want to learn from you. So you have to be intentional about that's wanting a, to learn. That's interesting. So even there, like when they hear English, they kind of want, they want they to gravitate. practice with you. Huh. Speaking English. Yeah. I wouldn't even have thought that. I would have thought because, you know, it's it's funny, like in um, just in our culture. Right. Americans and everybody, you know, I think people know that. 
Americans are very arrogant. Like, if you go to different countries, they'll tell you, like, we're very arrogant how we are. Like Everybody says you know, that, yeah. I think we may be, and I don't know this a fact, but, like, we're probably one of the few countries that you come here, you speak a different language, and you hear people on something like, go back where you came from type shit, or, yeah. I ain't, you know, we don't talk like that over here. So, for me, it's interesting to for you to have been in a different culture, a different country, and you speak your, you know, you speak the language you grew up with. And they're like, yo, can we practice? Like, I kind of want to learn that. Like, we don't do that. Like, we definitely do not do yeah, that. Yeah, you hear somebody singing Asian or, or Indian or whatever, Italian, whatever. We just look at you and stare like, yo, all right, get to the English. Yeah. Like, get to our shit. Very different. But I think I was so inspired by that because mm-hmm. all of my colleagues were bilingual, trilingual, and beyond, like polyglots. Mm-hmm. So, being around people who spoke more than one language mm-hmm. encouraged me to actually learn and just try. It's it's best to just throw caution to the wind and think of yourself as a toddler. Yeah. Like toddlers, they don't stop. They just make their little noises and sounds until they uh, eventually get it. Get it. Yeah. So it's the same thing. You just have to. Throw caution to the wind and try. Yeah. So how did you learn? Did you study it? Did you just kind of just talk? Did you? So I took one class officially. Mm-hmm. And then I had colleagues who would tell me how to say certain phrases. So if I said, you know, in my, in my commute to work or if I was out at dinner or something and somebody said something to me. Mm-hmm that I heard, I would say, or said something to me or said something that I heard, Mm -hmm. I would then the next day go to my colleague uh, and and then I would ask her, hey, somebody said this to me, Mm -hmm. what does it mean? Right. And so I would then remember based on those conversations. And then I had um, a person who would help me practice. Yeah. So if we went out to dinner or... If we went out to different places, I would say, hey, I want, how do you say X, Y, and Z? Right, right. And then they would tell me, and then I'm thinking, okay, well, go ahead and get the waiter or get the whomever, whoever is working at the venue. And I'm thinking they're going to say it for me. Yeah. But then when the waiter comes over or the representative comes over, my friend is silent. Forcing me to <laughs> yeah, <learn laughs> to use the language yeah. that they just taught me. So yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, I got questions. You're the only person I know lived in China, so I got questions. How are holidays in China? Y'all do Thanksgiving and Juneteenth and shit. Like, how are you? <laughs> okay, absolutely not Juneteenth, <laughs> but we just got Juneteenth over here. So Thanksgiving, no, yeah. because okay. that's an American holiday. I mean, certain restaurants will have Thanksgiving specials where they provide American. Thanksgiving and you have the turkey, you have the, the stuffing, the um, you know whatever we eat the here. Fixings. They'll they'll yeah. they'll create it. They'll fix those things, um, but it's not like the whole country is celebrating that. No, I got you. It's it's not like that. Yeah. Okay, well Christmas is still Christmas, Christmas is kind the of same way. Yeah. they aren't really. They'll celebrate it as an American holiday, but it's not a holiday that they celebrate that's interesting to me because i i never would have thought just in these different countries that which i guess china and america kind of for lack of a better term kind of embed a little bit together like kind of 
the thought processes may be a little, maybe similar. Like it's kind of how they move. Like we're kind of connected, I guess is what I'm trying to say, you know, in I, a way. We're, we're connected. Absolutely. Because they make a lot of the things that we have here. Mm-hmm. A lot of those products that we buy every day are produced over there. But in the way that we operate from day to day, I, there are some similarities, but some differences as well. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you deal with any stereotypes, like just things that they thought about you as a, a black woman coming here? That yeah, well, initially, um, when I would, you know, say I'm going in a taxi, mm-hmm. and being that I'm I'm a I'm a black person, the taxi driver would automatically think that I'm African. Yeah, and if I say I'm not African. They're like, yes, you are. You're African. <laughs> like, right, if I say they, I've never been to Africa, how have you never been? To, you're African. Like, <laughs> yeah. they just know you're 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 African. Yeah. And sometimes a lot of the, depending on where where the driver was from, they don't they will argue argue you down and tell you no, you're African. If I say <laughs> I'm American, American. <laughs> Like no, there's no, yeah, there's no damn way. There's no way you're 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 black. You're you're, you're African. Yeah, you know? I, I heard someone there talking about kind of like black people kind of even adopting the the term of African American. How like we kind of put ourselves in a box and doing that, and kind of strip ourselves away from what we really may be. Because they're saying you know Native Americans at one point looked like us, and over the years it turned to a white man with a feather in his cap. You know that became you know so. That's interesting to hear, man. Like I said, I've never, like, known anyone to live in a country for multiple years that I know of. Um, so it's interesting to just kind of know how that experience, you know, was. I mean, shit, I just got a passport. So Girl, well, congrats got, to you. Thank you, thank you. Thank now you. the world is your oyster. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going go first. anywhere. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going first. I no mean, limits to where you Yeah, go. the furthest I've been. I went to Seattle once. And that was dope, but that's as far as I've been. So really, yeah, I've never been out of the country, never been anywhere. Really, yeah, yeah, I'm a local nigga. <laughs> <laughs> How was Seattle? When you Seattle went? was dope. Seattle is it's a lot like what people think it is, but it's it's very different because it doesn't rain like people think. People think Seattle think rain. Mm-hmm. Like it, it does like it's like a weird like kind of mist you get right. It's, you know, kind of it's not drizzle. But it's a miss. You get that pretty much every day. You don't get rain at some point during the day. But it's not just pouring down rain all day long, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, the city itself is beautiful. The city itself is beautiful. Um, we went down to, um, it's a market down there. It sits right on like the Pacific Ocean. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, that we went down, kind of walked. actually bought a painting from down there just to get something. Mm-hmm. Like, and there was a guy who had a lot of paintings hanging up. It was a Mike Tyson painting he had. Mm. And I said, it'll be dope if I got like this Mike Tyson painting in Seattle from this random dude, man. Mm. So, um, food was actually good as shit. Really? Yeah, we ended up going to like a little uh, Jamaican spot in Seattle, which is crazy. That's crazy. But it was lit. I ordered a sweet tea and the shit was actually sweet, which is crazy. Like, it was just little things like that that blew my mind. But nah, Seattle was dope. I think I caught one of the only days that the sun came out. Mm-hmm. And my brother at the time was stationed in Seattle, so that's what we went to go see. Okay. And um, I mean, sun came out, the whole neighborhood was outside. Literally everybody. They're like, yo, we ain't seen sun in like six months. Wow. 
What? So kids outside, like all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So nah, it was dope. It was dope, man. So so I've never really experienced Seattle like that, but I did um, fly into Seattle like uh, maybe like a couple times mm-hmm. coming in, coming back home from overseas, and never got to explore. It. I never got to explore it like yeah. that, but I was so ready to leave when I <laughs> when I did land because the um, airport or TSA representative at the airport at customs yeah she was giving me the third degree like i was a foreigner <laughs> what the hell you coming she from? saw my yeah she saw my, she see that my passport is an is a usa passport and everything but she's like where you coming from how long have you been there what you what you doing yeah. over there <laughs> where you going why you going there right uh do you see my passport yeah i, I couldn't wait to get back to georgia yeah one story passing I, through one story I never, I'm never afraid to tell people is like the most afraid I've ever been in my life, like ever in my life, mm-hmm. was so my flight got delayed. I was supposed to fly from literally my flights were straight shots from um, Seattle to Atlanta. Uh-huh. I did straight shots. I went from flying there to them delaying my flight, and I went to Seattle to Portland. Mm-hmm. It's like a thirty minute flight. It's like flying from Savannah to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That was the most scary thirty minutes of my life. Why? And like yo, so we flying and like so we just flying in clouds. You don't see shit. Mm-hmm. Like just clouds. Cause because of how short the flight is, you don't go too high because there's no point. Right. So you kinda get to a certain altitude, you just cruise, land, no problem. Well, we in the clouds, so I can't see nothing but white, left, right, nothing but white. Mm-hmm. And then the plane will just drop out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. When we drop, it's mountains. And the mountains are like right there. Mm-hmm. And then we go back up and we fly for maybe another five, seven minutes and boom, shit is dry. And it kept me the whole flight. What kind of plane was it? This was, it was a small plane. We were flying, I think it was like Alaska Airlines. It was a small ass plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a lot of us going on that particular flight because ain't no, you know, a flight from Seattle to, again, mm-hmm. from Seattle to Portland. You know, it's not a lot of people going. Right. It was a connecting flight for me. Mm-hmm. Now I was going from Portland to Atlanta. So, but those, like, literally, I said every prayer I've known. Um, <laughs> if I had, like, a mat, like, it would have been Ramadan for me. Like, I, I'd had, like, a whole thing. I'd have prayed to the East. I'd have prayed to any <laughs> God who could have saved me in that moment. Like, <laughs> Was that your first time flying? That was my first time flying, but that's my first time experience that sort of flight. Mm-hmm. Like, I've flown, you know, to Houston, Orlando. Like, I've been to different places, but that was my first time flying and, like, experiencing real deal. I've been on a flight where... It's been a thunderstorm. I've been in a flight where there was an emergency landing because they ain't had no gas. Like, I've been. <laughs> yeah, like. Now that's wild. Like, how you gonna gas me up? That's, that's what I said. Like, ain't nobody feel the bitch up before we left? Like, ah, right. damn. But. <laughs> now that would have been scary to me. No, nah, that shit was scary as hell. Like, we were flying from Orlando to Houston. We had landed in New Orleans because they said we, was, said we ain't got no gas. Like, them ones ain't feel the wow. bitch up before we left. Like, before I take road trips, I fill up my car. <laughs> like, I make sure I make it a point to go fill my joint up. That's like, y'all funny. don't even do that. And we in this big-ass plane. But, yeah, I've been on all of them. But that particular flight 
Like it was a girl next to me, shorty was kind of fine too. Like mm. I didn't even care. Nigga, bitch up, fuck you. bitch up. This might be my last yeah, time. This on. Might be it for me. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry, shorty. Yeah. Like, it's like when we get to, when we get to the airport and land, like I, I don't even know you. So, yeah, like, I probably never <laughs> see you again. <laughs> I'm in this bitch, my hands on shit. I'm probably in a clinch seat up in my ass. Yeah, like, I'm, I too, I'm shook. I'm shook. So yeah, nah, it was different, man. Um. One thing that we did talk about though was kind of the weather getting nicer in in, mm-hmm. in the south. The weather's getting nicer down here too. Mm-hmm. Um, cookout season. It yeah. is cookout season, but guess what? I did appreciate the cold front that came in last weekend. Come on, man! It loved beautiful. it. I hated the rain, but loved that it was. We got cold. that in common. I love yo. I, I love it. Yeah, I that went it got out cold. Yo, I love the fact that I went out, caught a little rooftop vibe, <laughs> and I was wearing a Nike tech suit. Like I love that <laughs> shit. Like I vibe. Yeah. Like, I love my shit. I ain't gotta get dressed. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. So yeah, nah. So um, cookout season coming, man. So. What are some of the things that we do? So, so we introduce a segment. Um, we do like our top fives, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the top five, it can be a different different topic. So, in this one, um, I kind of want to go to kind of your top five. We did this last year too, but I feel mm-hmm. like this year is going to be updated. Your top five do's or don'ts. Mm, cookout do's or what? Or don'ts. cookout. Oh, so five, it could be do's or don'ts. It ain't got to be five do's or five don'ts. It's like a mix. Five things you know I me mean, you should or should not do at this cookout. Cookout, You just you mean like just in general? In, in general, general, in general. You, you gonna you know, you know, you know black folks and we gonna try it. Yeah, we gonna do some shit. <laughs> so yeah, we gonna go yeah, for yeah, but somebody to try to go and rank five plates for the kids. <laughs> yeah. and the kids ain't with them to go plates. Like hey, no. I mean, to oh, go plates. I don't really care about that because honestly. If I'm throwing the cookout, I don't want any food left over. I want everybody okay. to take everything. Okay. So that wouldn't bother me. But um, I, let's go with dudes. Like some steaks or something. Let's go with dudes. Yeah, steaks we keep. I'm freeze them and we're going to run them back. They're going to be fucked up. Take some I burgers. Do. Take all the glizzies take you want. The, yeah, and hot dogs. Yeah, take all the glizzies and, and the steaks getting froze. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> One don't. Let me start with a don't. Do not invite me to your cookout and tell me a time. If that's the time you're going to start putting the meat on the grill. Okay. I, I, I want the food to be ready when I get there. Okay. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. That's a big don't for me. Okay. Um, What's another don't? Don't just bring plates. Like... Have mm, have the decency to have the decency you know to good. you know you're gonna eat good. So Stop have my the family de- dollar and go ahead and get done. Twenty five plates. Yeah, bring something. Three ninety nine. Like, what do you what can? What do you can? What do you can't cook? Bring a bottle. Bring a bottle. If you okay. can't cook, yeah. bring a bottle. Bring okay. drinks. Ask the um host what do they want you to bring specifically. Yeah. Bring yeah. some ice. I'll use ice. <laughs> Bring ice. But yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, but if the host, you know, says otherwise, you know. Yeah, absolutely. What's another? Um, don't. Please don't have poor music. Like, mm. oh, you're drunk on, on, the, on, on the ones and twos. Yeah. It's like, yeah. the sound system gotta be, gotta be done. <laughs> That like shit I'm makes <laughs> nah. That shit makes. I'm not trying shit. to two step in silence. Yeah, yeah, nah. That makes or breaks your <laughs> shit. For poor musical quality. Come on, right? Poor okay. musical quality. That's yeah. a don't. Proper ox management. For yes. Sure. <laughs> ox management, Proper sir. Ox management. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's all I can think of right now because I'm not too big on the don'ts. Okay. okay. 
I go. I got a few. Oh, okay. run through them. Yeah, oh, I got yeah. some too. So do your thing. <laughs> go ahead. Let's do it. You know, I got um, some too. Run um, through um, that. In no order. In no order. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, if that's not, if that's not your specialty, don't, don't bring it, it to the cookout. <laughs> I no, don't, 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 don't. Like if, if you, if you a uh, macaroni girl. Don't try to go off and make the tuna salad or yeah, something like yeah. that. Pasta you know, and red. You yeah, know, grandma salad. asked you for that Pacific thing, and them <laughs> folks ask you what to bring. Don't try to wear off and, you know. Yeah, get different. Don't get different in my cookout. That's what I don't like. Yeah, don't get different. Don't experiment in my shit. Not in my shit. Do it in your shit. No, that's another one. Don't bring uninvited guests that you didn't previously warn me about. Or right. get approval for it. You're getting approval for it. it. They just swing it through my cookout. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I bring, can I bring my no? No, all right. Nigga. Just <laughs> you. You, let, you, you barely here. You barely You barely here. You barely you here. Bring such and such. Hey, cuz somebody need the address. Who need the address? Yeah. For yeah. what? Oh, that's the worst part. Yeah. Oh, don't man. don't text nobody. I'm mean, oh, such and such. Man. Who need the address? We nah, where? No, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, another one is uh I'll probably have to say this one. This 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 one I think probably go over a lot of people's heads. I go over a lot of people's heads. This this one is you know I think I'm not gonna say it just for black people, uh-huh. <laughs> but we just like to do something. If you know it's gonna be a nice cookout, don't bring the generic cheap stuff. Like you know uh-huh. what I mean. Like we got the big K ginger ale and the regular ginger ale. <laughs> just get the, get the Canadian dry. Yeah, yeah, don't do this that. This is gonna cost you a few bring, cents more. Yeah, man. bring the shrimps or something. Yeah, yeah like, bring some real shit. Come on, man. Like, just don't go out sour. You bring in the, you know, phony forks, the phony everything. Just bring some real shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, what if that's all they had? Like, man, yeah. what if that's all they had? Uh, I, I get that, but man, don't, don't be filling my bar up with no Amsterdam and Pinky and nothing like nah, that. That's real. That's real. Nah, that's real. Don't bring no bullshit over here. Don't bring some top, bullshit this over top here. shelf shit over here. You bringing that that bump little liquor bottle or whatever? Uh, yeah, bring at least a fifth. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's what okay. Um, my last one is uh, always come comfortable to the cookout. Yeah, we don't right. need you with all the the extra dressing and the makeup. Like, put on your little you know comfortable stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Cool, like, we don't need man. you in heels trying to two step in the back. Nah. Damn, they about to fall in grass because you're trying to do the, you know, the two step. Like, That's I'm funny. comfortable. Can we hit a party? Hit the party, man. Have a good time. Bye That's bye. What we so that, those are probably some of my ones. If I had to just come like straight off the top of my head, those are the five I probably go with. Okay, what about you? Um, I think my first one is know your food placement, right? Yeah. So what I mean by that is, is no need for you to take the potato salad and sit that shit outside. <laughs> like <laughs> we can come inside and get that. Like you ain't got nice flies. They don't fuck up potato salad. Nah, nobody don't eat that shit. So right. don't don't do that. Food you know what I mean? Key. Um, you know, kind of uh, you know, piggybacking off E, like yo, like come with who was invited. You know what I mean? Don't come bringing shit. And, and as far as to go plates go, like hey, like. You get one, they get, you know what I mean? You might get one extra, but, hey, like, keep that shit cool. You know what I mean? Like, don't just come here to just eat a part of damn food. Like, yeah, I get nobody. You're taking all the macaroni lobster. Yo, I said this <laughs> Like, you're taking the highest. <laughs> like, we're going to go for the highest hey, thing man. on there, the steak, macaroni lobster, the the, the jumbo shrimp. Like. Man, listen, I was at a cookout. Also, you know what? A third one is mind your portions. Right mm. when you making your plate, like you know what I mean, consider it. it's not your cookout, right? Too, yeah, I agree right. So everybody, I was at a cookout a few weeks ago, right, and the macaroni would, like went crazy. Mm-hmm. So you know, everybody made a plate and ate. You know, everybody eat, chill out, 
have a drink, bye. Maybe mm-hmm. you come back for a second play a little later. Right, right. So I'm coming back, you know, you because first you kind of do your little your little recon, right? right. Like what's good? What what? Like, the red rice good, the ribs good, the mm-hmm. best. So I'm gonna go back for that. Mm-hmm. Yo, so I go back to get some old macaroni. All the macaroni gone. Damn. But I look to my immediate right. Mm-hmm. When I say immediate, I mean shorty I mean, like standing a, dead like in swift. front of me, right? Mm-hmm. What a plate of just macaroni. Plate f- full of this shit. Just macaroni. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, bro, I know your mama's shame. Like, ain't no way <laughs> you send your big grown ass up Who here. This is, you? Yeah, this is, you just eating this macaroni Let and cheese. Let me ask you this. If, if this was yours, would you you would have said something. Not yeah, I'd put out. See him? See him? I'd put out. It wasn't his shit. So, like, I want my shit. I yeah, so if it is his shit, somebody tried up and say, he going to stop you. He going to tap you. Like, hey, my hey, man. For real? You would. You, 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 yeah, he going yeah, to stop you. Nah, you in that plate. I'm kicking him out. You trying to go. some move like that. And macaroni good. Good, take that shit with you. You gotta go. You disrespectful. Don't do that shit. I don't like. Don't do that. Like, be considerate. So yo, basically, be considerate. Be considerate. I only got you know. It's, I got very few pet peeves. My biggest is being disrespectful. <laughs> don't come to my fucking house and you know that macaroni good. You know well, that. What if that person don't think that's disrespectful? They learned right then. I bet they won't do that shit again. I think they had some little knowledge of what they was doing because they done tasted before. And the way she yeah, you looked got up your when taste. I said something to her, I should. Like you know what you do, you know what you're doing. Damn. It, 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 macaroni thief. Macaroni yeah, literally what she said. It's so good. Oh my god. She's like, have you had something? And I lie, like, nah, because it's fucking all on your plate. Like, god, damn. Like, so yeah, just mind your portions. Mind your portions. Also, if you're coming to a cookout, if you're gonna be late, if you're gonna pull the fashionably late thing, if you're gonna do all that and all. Don't be surprised when there ain't no food left. You got a wedding. That's fair, yeah. If you coming through That's late fair, yeah. for you, you know, you took a minute to get dressed or you try to pull up to another cookout first and then come to do your thing, but don't come this much. And oh, I said, oh my God, that's my last one. Do not come to nobody cookout hungry. Mm. Don't do that shit. Have your little snack. Make a little sandwich. <laughs> That's what I thought it was like. Yeah, you know make I mean. a little sandwich or something, man. A little get some Doritos. Doritos got some new barbecue like Doritos. Shit, yeah. get you something good. Have a yeah. little snack before you come here. Don't come here hungry and depart the macaroni. I think that was, that's a golden rule. Like eat before you leave home. Mm-hmm. It don't matter where you're going. Well, you going. You don't know, you know, you know if you're gonna like that shit. You don't know if you're gonna like. Yeah, that you don't shit. know if you're gonna like it. Yo, yo, shout out, yo, shout out to my auntie living there. Hey, man, she been there my whole life, right? I remember one in for a minute, probably like a good four or five year stretch. Every Thanksgiving we went up there, had Thanksgiving up there. Like me, my, my folks, like my mom's pops, brother, all would go over there. Grandma always go over there. One year, my auntie was on this like real healthy shit. Mm-hmm. It had like a healthy Thanksgiving. Ooh, was it vegan or vegetarian? It was vegan, <laughs> so we and soy. Uh, macaroni, like just all the shit. Wasn't no real meat in there, no nothing. But did it taste? It was did horrible. it taste good? It was horrible. Mm. It was absolute worst. And at, at that point, she was married to um, a Nigerian, and like his friends saved the day. Like and they pulled up with like the real shit. Like uh-huh. it was straight Nigerian food. We was eating fufu and all kind of shit. But that shit smacked. So they say today, but yeah, no, nah, it was horrible. So the point being, I'm glad that they did that because if not, we in this shit hungry and struggling. <laughs> you know what I mean? We you ever had uh, a goosey soup? I don't think so. What's that? It's it's a it's a Nigerian um dish. It's it's good. It got meat in it. Hmm. You eat it with fufu. I never had that. Is that what you dip the fufu in? 
That's one soup that you. Oh, it's one that you. Okay, because mm-hmm. I knew it was like we had a fufu and we kind of dipped that shit. Fufu in. soup. Hmm. No, it, soup. it's fufu and, and a, a goosey. Yeah, so goosey soup with fufu. So fufu is like he always swear he knows that? something. No, 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 no. He no, he always know. He ain't, this is the first time hearing. That. I gotta stop him. He always act like no, he knows asked. some shit. You well, go ahead. Asked. I asked him what kind of soup oh, it was. Yeah, I right. asked. I know what fufu <laughs> is. Okay. Yeah, they have like different culture niggas. <laughs> it's crazy that I learned everything I learned about authentic African dishes. Can't mm-hmm. believe I learned in China. That's crazy. Wow. How close are they? I think people don't understand how close the two are. Like, I think in the later years, the gap between Africa and China has become closer. They started to do business together and stuff like that going on, right? Yeah, the um, when when Africans migrate. A lot of times they go to China. Wow, I never knew They're that. They're number two amongst the immigrants in China. Wow. Yeah, hmm. I didn't know that until I, I right. lived there. Yeah. Oh, I'm very. So, yeah. How are those cameras? I tried so many good dishes because I, I, I was really, like, worried. I, I didn't know if I was going like, to right. find like, a spot. Uh, but I, so I ate African food. But I, I ate authentic Chinese food, too. And then I would also eat, like, I would find Western restaurants so I can eat. Mm, okay. Otherwise, I would cook my own food, and then I actually learn how to make some of their dishes. Okay. Okay. How's the McDonald's? Like, how are our food versus here versus there? Like, how's it advertised? And like, the you know, do they have anything like? You know what the biggest surprise was for me? KFC. Okay. Let's talk so about KFC, it. you get a side of chicken with your chicken. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, you get a side of chicken with your chicken. So you get like like a chicken winger too, as a side with whatever entree you order. Okay, I like that. And they have um these. It's kind of hard. Um, KLC mustard um sauces. Hmm. It's like these little mini mini pies. Like it's it's originally from um I think Hong Kong, but there are these. Little egg custard tarts that you get mm. as a dish, with whatever entree you make. So it's it's different. You can get rice hmm. and chicken. Mm. So right? you don't get it's that soggy yeah. macaroni you got at KLC. Hmm. You get some good <laughs> shit. You get treated. And the, and the chicken food chicken. tastes different. Yeah. Like how so? Like what is your comparisons like? Because it's natural. It's real fruit. It's not that shit to eat. No, it 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 tastes different because of how it's seasoned. Mm. So, um, yeah, it just doesn't taste the same. But there, there's a concept called glocalization where you, well, companies will make changes to the business or to the entrees mm-hmm. based on the, the taste buzz of the society where, they're, where they will be. Mm-hmm. So it's just like in the Philippines, you can get spaghetti on the menu for like a fast food restaurant. Like, I want to wow. say, I want to say it was McDonald's. McDonald's I think I went to McDonald's. You could get spaghetti in the Philippines. You, you eating McDonald's spaghetti in the, in the Philippines? Am I? I mean, I'm not eating no fucking McRib. Like, <laughs> no, sure like no noodles. Spaghetti. Like it, it depends on where you are. But it did you changes. try it? How was it? No, I didn't try it. Oh yeah, I see, like it's like McRibs. Like n- yeah. niggas who know we know me and McRibs don't go together. Like I don't fuck okay. with niggas. Okay, like, I don't me, fuck with me. I don't I understand you. how if I order McRibs at this window, mm-hmm. them bitches ready by that window. That's not how ribs work, huh? I made ribs with folks. <laughs> like, I just know how ribs, you know what I'm saying? But they probably 
prepared it in advance. I don't need no advanced prepared ribs. <laughs> what the what if they was cooking the ribs for like 14 hours to make sure it was nice and juicy and tender for you mm-hmm. they don't even by do, the time you order? They don't cook nothing Freezing like that. Freezing and just re-prepared. <laughs> yeah, them bitches in the microwave. Them ribs been cooked for three years. <laughs> you know, I, I worked at McDonald's in high school for like three weeks, right? That made me stop eating that shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Now I ain't gonna front. In college, niggas was broke, so we ate McDonald's then. But the shit I learned about just how McDonald's operates, you know what I mean? Like we probably ain't gonna never get no sponsorship from McDonald's after this, but I don't care. Yo, like the <laughs> fucking like McGriddles, them bitches in this fucking bin. Like just it's a tub. And all them niggas do is literally pot them boys in the microwave, feed them niggas up, slap a patty in the middle and give them to them. Niggas eat that shit up. It's crazy. Like the only thing that was Wait, so what's in the bin? The the McGriddles is like like the um buns, yeah, the like the, yeah, it's like the little McGriddle with the syrup. They just come in. It's a big ass like bin, like a Tupperware like bin, like mm-hmm. you move and put your clothes in type shit. Yeah, it was in that just stacked, mm-hmm. and they you get you had you order a McGriddle, cool. Pour it's stacked in the freezer. Yeah, it's in the freezer. Yeah, they pull them out, put them in the microwave, heat them bitches up for however much however much time. Slap a little patty in the middle. There you go. Damn. Bon Are the patties fresh? Bon appetit. Or the patties, they they get Man, warmed they up. They cook them fucking patties and put them in like a little tray, slide that shit in there. They sit in there until they done. Or until they slide, like, until, the, tray, like, they until the, meat, the patty in the microwave too? Or they, nah, like the patties like, like on the heating tray. Uh, so like after they after the patty get cooked or whatever, which ain't you know fresh meat anyway, but like once it gets done, they stick it inside the tray and slide it in and, get warm, and just stay warm. Mm. And then they pull that motherfucker out, slap in the middle. Call it. The only thing that was fresh at McDonald's was biscuits. It was an old ass lady worked there, right? Mm-hmm. And she get them off at like four in the morning. She making them biscuits early. Swapping. She should have been a national treasure for yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, she should. She should have been manager. <laughs> in my mind, I should, she mm. should be manager. But yeah, no, that I've was never it. Worked in, I've never worked in a food um, establishment. But I love to cook though. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Sister could cook. Sister yeah, called yeah. me over like from time to time. I'll go over there and swing over there and cook. I ain't gonna lie. Tiff has saved me in a lot of situations. <laughs> I gotta give Tiff her flowers. She got you right. Hungry, <laughs> drunk on Savannah State campus. <laughs> Can't go home. I, yeah. open, I knock on Tiff's door. She'll throw me like a pillow and like a little cover. Shit, the couch is mine for about a good semester, cuz. <laughs> For real, if I, if my little honeys ain't picking up back then, yeah. sis, I can't make it. Yeah. <laughs> I got drunk, I was at OT. I was have a good night. Yeah. This one ain't <laughs> bitching there with another nigga. God right. damn it! And I'm shy. I was and too it, late. Right, and it wasn't just that. Like I just come over and fuck. We're like in the middle between classes and, and stuff yeah. like that. So, like I said, like me, like yeah, me and Tiff like have like a real brother sister relationship. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I see a lot of people throw that shit around. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, me and my dog, like, we really kind of, like, yeah, yeah be there for each other. And it's dope when it's real, like, how many people really understand, like, when it's a a, a, a male, female, like, real deal platonic situation. Yes. Like, you know, we just friends. Like, yeah. because you could really, you know what I mean? Now, granted, I have a lot of, like, you know, women friends that, you know, I give advice to that I know damn well they ain't gonna listen to none right. of it. You know what I mean? But nigga, that has become a they, thing, right? They don't, you ain't gonna listen to me. I'm gonna tell you what you should mm-hmm. do. You ain't gonna listen. You're gonna do the opposite. You're gonna call me crying in a week, and it's cool. Right. But the point it. is, you were there. You were there. I'm yeah. not yeah. your phone. I got you. Yeah. You're yeah. phone. So, 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 hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't work, huh? No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, tell exactly. me about it. How, how'd it happen? Exactly. Mm. 
And so you do have platonic friendships with females. You said oh, plenty, plenty, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I think they're very important. Like yo, women are funny as hell. Like yo, women are funny as hell. Women are just dope to hang around. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a level of maturity though. Yeah, it comes yeah. with a level Definitely of maturity. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So many people feel like okay, my partner can't have if it's a female. Oh, he can't have female friends. Or it's if a it's good a guy, topic. He, he can't have. Uh, I mean, she can't have male friends. Insecurity. Hmm. Insecurity. You think that's insecurity? I think. It, I think <laughs> it's two things. I think it's one. One part is just the insecurity, but also I recognize as I've gotten older. A lot of it is due to past experiences. Like she may say that, and she's not saying that because um, she's just insecure. She may say that because she's dealt with multiple niggas who had multiple female friends, and they ended up fucking them. And you didn't know. You thinking she just cool. You thinking the situation like how he said he'll just knock on the door. I'm drunk. Yo, can I crash on your couch? And nigga was crashing cheeks. You know mm. what I mean? Like oh, it was yeah, that type shit. That, yeah. You know. So. Um, you know, I think it's a little bit of both. As I know what I realize it's a mix of, you know what I mean, that you, you got to kind of hear people out in their situations. But, yeah, it's a lot of times where, I mean, I don't mind it. Yo, you got male friends, do your thing. Like, because my thought process is going to be the same. Like, you're going to do what you're going to do mm. no matter what. Whether you tell me it's your friend, whether you tell me it's your cousin, your brother. If you're going to fuck that nigga, you're going to do that. I agree. No I matter think you what. can pick up on the vibe, too, because it's a different energy. You can. T- I feel like it's a different energy when someone is a platonic friend versus if it's someone who's saying, "Okay, this is my friend," but you're feeling some kind of tension, like yeah, 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 some romantic tension there. Yeah, I feel like you can you can pick it pick it up. You can feel it, and and that tension will go both ways. It will go both ways. Like well, not all the time. Not all the time because yeah. sometimes it could be somebody saying, "Oh, that's just my friend." Around certain people, but mm. you can see the way they look at at the person that they're yeah. alleging mm. is their friend. Yeah. The way they look yeah. or the way they you know and, interact with them. And, and when I say both ways, I mean like so it's a romantic tension, right? Like kind of that chemistry. That's what I call it. Yeah, chemistry, but romantic but, tension. but it's also like a situation where the nigga kind of looking at so if it's two niggas, like he gonna look at you a little different. Like he a little guarded. Like you, you pick up on that. Like you know, you got an intuition. Like you'll pick up if a nigga looking at you kind of funny. You know, not just on some brother type time where like I'm just I'm just defending my friend. He looking at sometimes. you like you for yeah. Sometimes not always yeah. Nothing. Sometimes always, yeah. there are some really good pretenders. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, absolutely. Some real yeah. finesses out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Big like shit. Yeah, niggas go long too. Oh niggas mm-hmm. years and then they just, just come out. The oh, niggas is good actors. <laughs> <laughs> niggas are good actors will do that It's man. like that uh, That whole Andrew Wiggins Situation right Where yeah. nigga best friend Was you know Fucking with his Baby mama for years And they was in high school Never knew Had a whole I think six year old Daughter That turned out Not to be his But he done raised Shorty like she his And turned out It's his best friends Wow Crazy ass situation But mm. Think about how they had been moving in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, your girl probably saying, no, we just cool. That's your best friend. I would never, like, we just hang out, like. Or maybe he probably didn't even think that, like, he probably was thinking, okay, this is my best friend. He he cool. I trust him. Yeah. And not even questioning. Who would? You know, you know what I mean? I think it's one thing that he told me a long time ago, right? It's like. He's not like this. Not really your man's, right? Like, it's not really your homeboy. It's not really your brother. If you calling him that, if you're not comfortable leaving him, leaving him around your girl, 
going to the store, going somewhere. Like your girl like, at right. the crib, your yeah. girl at the crib, he at the crib. I might go around the corner type real quick. Of little instinct. No, yeah. it's not your dog. If any, yeah, and it's you. Like yeah. not even him. Nothing he do say whatever. Like mm. if you, right. like man, he runs to this. Man, a cuz come to the me mm. Like when you got it, you know, I don't trust you around my. Like if you feel that, if something your mind tell you that, mm-hmm. something ain't right. Yeah, like, I, I can agree with that. But you know, some people are so protective though; they would just operate like that in general. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of women are like that. Yeah, like, nah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the other side of it too. You got to kind of do a self check. Like, if you feel the need to do that, and the person ain't never gave you no reason to feel that way, mm-hmm. like you need to also do a self check. Like, there's something yeah. going on with you. Like that goes yeah. to that insecurity part of it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Then why do I feel like I can't leave my partner around somebody of the opposite set? Because yeah, I'm le- I can't leave them around you, but they go to work. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> you in yep. all these other situations around other motherfuckers. So yep. I try to control this situation for what? Mm-hmm. Like what? What's it? You know what was it? You know, game me to do? I, that? I think it's just some boundaries that should be in place, though. Just, just for the sake of. I guess the friendship, I know, um, like, <laughs> it's crazy because I have a friend and she um, has a African husband. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're all cool, you know, but one particular time he felt like she didn't, he didn't know whether or not her friends liked him or not. He's mm-hmm. like, why, why don't your friends check on me? They, you know, I hang out with them when when you around or we go out or whatever, and it's everything is all good. But why don't they check on me too? Mm-hmm. Instead of only checking on her, I was like, that's a cultural difference. Because mm. we, I feel like in America, it's not it's not really customary for right the check one, your, for yeah. for your friend to have your man's number. Yeah, mm. it, it's it's just. I mean, some people do share that. You know, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. We all friends, but sometimes people don't feel comfortable. Uh, um, people don't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah, if if they do, is like, and I have like some of my homeboys, like you know what I mean, girls. No, that's in case of emergency. In right. case of emergency, yes. and that's the only way a nigga use that when it's just like. Yeah. Something happened. He locked up. He got something happened. Like right. or you know what I mean. Right. That's right. the only way you you know what I mean. You use that that number. You see yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, and that's just from my perspective. Yeah. Right. Cause why? Right. Like, what, you know what I mean. And it's not even like you know what I mean. And it's not even like it's not even just but like why? Like what y'all yeah. talking about? Like what? Are y'all, yeah. What is it? Yeah. What you is that? I mean? You can't like, talk to. What, what are y'all about? talking about? Like what message you need to get to him? So bad. Or get to her that you can't run through me. You can't ask, hey, did the such and such? Right. I don't know. I asked that nigga. Mm-hmm. Such and such? I don't know. I asked her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. what? Uh, now, granted, it's the only time where I feel like it's somewhat acceptable as if they were friends before. Before, right. right. Yeah. Them two, like, say he put, say, yeah. say he put him on to his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got to, you saw already cool. You got to flow with that. Cause like, all right, nigga, this, yeah. I put you on. Like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? So, like, right. But even in them situations, like, if I put one of my partners on to one of my homegirls, like, after, like, when they, like, whenever they dealing, 
I fall back in me and my homegirl's relationship because I don't want that's respect. I yeah, see it's you're respecting, doing. like, because I, I don't want any. Number one, I don't want to be in the middle of anything. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, so, say that again. You say if you turn your friend so on to somebody, you fall back. Yeah, like I fall back. Like, so let's say if I got a homegirl, my partner say, "Hey, man, what's up with Shorty? Cool." I put them on. Let's say start dating. Me and Shorty relationship, I'm going to take a little step back. Only because I know my partners. I know I should go. And niggas is adults. I don't want a situation where she calling me to complain about him. Or he calling me to nah, y'all work that out. Like, I'm officially out of y'all shit. Because I can't be the reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Booby said it. I ain't say shit. That's exactly the first thing. And that's how I go. Like, even Booby said, I told him, but you know, nah, I ain't told you shit. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't say that. And the same, you know what I'm saying? Man, I told that nigga Boob about this shit. And that nigga said, oh, he said that? Yeah. Nah, like. Yeah, we learn. Like, once you learn, once you get stung once or twice like that, you kind of learn, like, all right, then, you know what I mean? Way, Even if you're trying to give somebody helpful advice, it still can be turned into something else. Man, so, like I, you said, you got to be very mindful. I agree with him on I that. had a homeboy that asked me about uh, a girl that he knew I knew. Mm-hmm. For, just asked me about it, and I gave him, you know what I mean, a real, real little light, little scout report. Nothing crazy. Like, yo, shorty cool. She don't do too much. Whatever, whatever. My phone rang two days later from her. <laughs> yeah, you you know, he told me you said I was this, that, and the third. And she wasn't tripping. Right. Like, she was kind of, he told me you said X, Y, and Z. And I was like, I didn't say that, but all right. Yeah. But my thought press is like, damn, nigga. You know, I, told, <laughs> I told you that, bro. Like, why are you running back and telling, like, you can't do that? Like, that's a dirty-ass game. That's a dirty like, game. Yeah, like, we can't dirty get down game, like that. Uh, like, you... Because, again, I now, when nah, you ask me about anybody... I'm not telling you nothing. You know, I'm not saying <laughs> shit. <laughs> you don't, you don't you look, look, that. Hey, I, man. I look, I tell my... I tell, I, on this podcast, I always end up saying some shit that my daddy told. My daddy told me a long time ago. Two type people in this world. One person you can tell, hey, the stove hot, don't touch that. Mm-hmm. Other nigga gotta see this how hot that stove is. Mm-hmm. I'm type nigga, you tell me that motherfucker hot, I ain't gotta mm, I'll take it one time for me. Mm-hmm. Just tell mm, don't don't I did that, I fuck mm, don't worry about it, bro. Don't ask me about nobody ever again in life. I have nothing for you. Mm-hmm. That's why I I have a rule. I don't date um relatives or friends. I don't need relatives of friends. I can see that. that just can, that to, just so I, I don't want I don't want my friend to be in the middle of nothing. That can get messy. And I don't want to be in the middle of nothing with my friend, you know. Most people say friends are friends, but relatives of friends is, is a step no, further. That, that is a little with. touch, a little Yeah, notch. That shit gets yeah, that get messy. Yeah. That, that get could messy. get messy, so that's something I don't do. I don't I mean, I don't even like female friends I have, you know, women friends I have, like I don't even put them on my cousins. I won't. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I see what you say. I ain't gonna lie, but like to be honest, like it, it just like that. Like a lot of times, it'd be the reverse. Like if I'm out with Tiff and Candace, you, you know, you hear Tiff. We got Tiff right here. We got Candace in the background, little mama. You know, so if you get a baby, little mama. You know, yeah. doing that one too. But um, the fast <laughs> one, time for, one time for baby uh, in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, like even with going out, like and them two, like guys are like literally walk up to me and they, you know, they see me with them two and they make the face like. Well, yeah, what you got going on? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. These like these are my sisters and all. Yeah. And then they'll try their little one two on their own, but I ain't putting you down. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. if if you want to speak with them, if you want to kind of come to them correct, you know, you want to have a casual approach. I'm cool with that, but yeah. don't expect me to be like, oh, Tiff, 
like with this oh, person. Oh, Candace, <laughs> like that. No, I ain't doing that. Like you, you uh, know, you can talk on your own, bro. I hit a certain yeah. age that I don't even, I don't even do that no more. Right. But you know what's funny is like like me and Niggas like, still we, actually do that now Yeah Now niggas do But it's funny right <laughs> That's I remember the funny like, thing Like we like, grown dog It's funny like with you Like I remember like With the uh, the kickbacks Like that summer We had all the kickbacks you Right know, And, them back and I remember back. niggas would pull up And that started it It did Like cause it got to the point Where I go at the end And like shit Like I probably At time probably like 2021 20, mm-hmm. like, hey, hey big bro What's up with Shit go ask her Go ask him. Yeah, she right what there. What you mean go yeah. ask her? Just walk right. You know her, right? Yeah, nah, I know her. Yeah, right I know her, but just she's right, right there, right. nigga. Like, he, right. he like, nah, she's right there. Like, like nigga, she can hear you. Right. Like, like go ask her. Yeah, go ask her. So after a while, cool. So then when my young boys are coming to come to me and say, hey, man, bro, or something, shit, go ask her, cuz. The most I say shit, the most I would do for a nigga is say she's single. She's That's single. it. Right, right, she's right, right. She ain't got nobody go ahead. Right. But or, like, if a nigga yeah. asks me, like, yeah, she good, people, this and that, the most I'm never going to. Drag a woman and be like, oh, she do never. this, she get down. Cause I, cause to be honest, we niggas don't know. Yeah, never. Like a lot of that shit is politics. Like you know what I mean. A nigga say he did whatever, whatever he didn't know. So if, 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 if I know something good about you, I just go yeah. ahead and go straight with the good. Like, or family good. She a good person. She do this. She has a, you know a good job or more. Like her character cool. Like I ain't going. And one of the worst kept secrets is the nigga that's stressing shorty a hoe never fuck. He never. Like that's. Put that out there the Nigga who's telling you That shorty to work Shorty XYZ He never touched her Since you ever came head. In a situation Where a nigga said He like You know Smashing he didn't Like how did you feel How does that, that go Yeah like That has happened to me before Really really long time Yeah A dude lied And said um, He you know He had me When he didn't Right I just told my brother Oh, okay. That's oh, how that okay. works. Yeah. <laughs> I never know. It's funny. Like I'm never, up and ain't never that's said the worst. it. Never said it again. It's the worst. It's the worst. That's worse than the wood situation to grab on that. That's super lame. That's super lame. Like it is. Like, and I know it's lame for y'all. I remember the first time I heard that about me. Like, I heard mm-hmm. I've been like, I didn't fuck that girl. Like, mm-hmm. she, who, where did you hear that from? She said that. She said that. Now, me, that's to hit the button too, because yeah, women like, do that too. <laughs> tip. I don't really you understand. Like, do that too? Yes. Well, oh, my God. I've, I've been the victim of that a couple Yo, times. Like, women women take you to, they they're smashing, they, they did smash, right. Because you got to think, think about it's it. Points. If a woman says that a nigga beat, how often is she going to be questioned? Right. Man, I fucked that nigga. Who gonna say? Oh no, oh, you didn't. didn't. Right. Or let me ask, buddy. Like who? Yeah, you know, cause nobody. most time, even if a nigga didn't, that some niggas gonna lie. Say, yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's an easier lie to get off. And I had to learn this. It's an easier lie to get off than you would think. But yeah, no, that's very common. Yeah, I had to hit a certain point, and I didn't know that. And that's what I knew. I hit a certain point in my life when I heard. I felt like I ain't touch that fucking girl. I'm I ain't got that girl. Like, I'm defending myself. Like, I only got that girl number. That's like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it happens. That should have. That should happen. Sad. It's, it's two crazy. things. That and then hearing something about you because you didn't. Mm. Yeah. Because niggas, that's we the, don't. We don't that's the, that's we, another one, yeah. Men don't get enough credit for, like, the shit we turn down. I, I, I say that all the time. Like, a lot of times, I ain't going to lie, like. I already knew what my rep was coming out of high school and college, you know what I mean? So, but at the same time, I felt like a lot of times they gave me too much credit. You know what I mean? I'm like, hold on, you did this, you got that. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't did all that. And it was like, you know, when I was out there, I was kind of selective. So I ain't, it was like, ah, you can give me a break on that. Like, but yeah, I've always known Ian to be selective. So 
I don't know. But that'd be the thing. Like, it's when, so when it's a certain reputation, selective doesn't come into it, right? Like, they don't take into yeah. account, okay, it's this, but look, the quality has to be that. They don't take into that account. They think, oh, nigga, do anything. Right, it don't matter. Like shit, this how that nigga he gonna turn. Right. You know what I mean? And it yeah. don't be that. Like especially like, and again, something I learned from me. Like the older you get, you realize like, bro, I can't do that. Not with you. Mm-mm. Like you called me ten years ago, I probably did. Mm-hmm. Now I got shit to lose. You got shit to lose. Like, I can't really fuck with you. Like, we ain't got, on the same level. Yeah, you ain't got no like <laughs> one of the biggest rules, nigga. Told you ain't got no health insurance, shorty. Like I can't. Do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on Slip up fuck up Get you booted Like now you on my shit Like this shit is expensive Like nah I can't do it You ain't Nah you ain't got that Um So you saying that you uh, You told your brothers Actually leads to kind of This next topic Um This Travis Rudolph situation Y'all familiar no, we talked oh, about it a little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, you familiar with the situation? No, I think yeah. I got to speed me up on this. So, so Travis Rudolph is a, is a former NFL receiver. I think he played for the Vikings, played at Florida State, right? Uh-huh. So he was he was messing with this girl, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, it's a bunch of little points in this. Number one, Shorty's married. Okay. Right? Shorty's married. Mm-hmm. So Married but separated. Married but separated, but legally married. But yeah, okay. married but separated. So she's fucking with him. He doesn't know this, right? They get into a little bit of altercation. It's caught on a ring camera at the front door or whatever. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, she actually she's confronting him because she found out he was fucking with another chick. Now, okay. mind She you, went through his phone, I think. Yeah, went through but his phone. But she's married, though. She's, bingo. Okay. Bingo. Go, so goes through his phone, sees some shit or whatever. So she at the front door wilding out or whatever. He don't do too much. She kind of holding back, restraining, and kind of push her off and whatever. Cool. She goes and calls her brothers, right? I think it's four, four brothers she had that she calls. She is text messages that they find where she texts her brothers in a group chat. Hey, this nigga body slammed me on the ground. I did see that. So mm-hmm. then said, them niggas okay. say like, yo, buddy, your dad. They showed man. up with guns. And and all that, pulled up yeah. So they pulled up, knock on this door after midnight. Yo, what's up? Knocked and on they, his door? On his door. Man, like, yo, what's up? No, what the no, no, no. Everything laid out. No, he ain't out. So, 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 so what buddy do? Okay. They go in the crib, come back with AR. What's up? Yeah. Ends up, them boys end up, you know, doing whatever. He say them boys pointing a scrap at him. Some niggas take off running. Them niggas run to a car. Niggas spray the car up, end up killing one of them niggas. Oh, shit. Right now, niggas on he trial for murder. Brothers. Right. He killed one, one of her brothers. brothers And now he's on trial for murder for Because murder. they ran in the car And he shot the car up Because he killed somebody Because well, he killed, he killed, he killed in, somebody. The alter, in the altercation yep, So this. I don't know if they I don't remember hmm. them saying that he You know they was in the car But I thought he was like Shooting from his door I don't really know where he was shooting from But yeah. In his shooting He ended up killing one of her brothers yeah. So now yeah. he's on trial for murder yeah. 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 On trial for murder Now okay Talk to me I am not one to, granted, I have brothers. Mm-hmm. I don't get into drama, really. Right. So there was never a time where I, where I just started something and I asked, oh, I'm going to get my brothers. No, not no, you, right. that's not me. <laughs> but if somebody is lying on me, saying they did something with me and they really didn't, mind yeah. you, this was many, many years ago. Um, some straightening should be had, but it, yeah, some straightening was had, and yeah. I cut that person off and never talked to him again, ever again, a day in my life. But that was necessary, I feel. Yeah, yeah. And, and that time because don't lie on me, right? But um, 
that was a a rule I had. I don't I don't want to ever be the reason that my brothers are locked up or they getting shot at or anything mm-hmm. like that. I don't. That's key that's too. Just, it got to be emergency only. Like I got this thing yeah. in my like. Like with my sisters and you know what I mean, family members, even like Tiff, like and when it's an emergency, it has to be an emergency. It can't be a partial emergency. It can't be a mer- it may be emergency. Like it has to be because once you make that that call or that that button, it can't. It's really, no turn off. It's not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we've been in situation like because like, because yeah. you gonna call and this called and that call. Yeah. Now it becomes a thing, and I got like actually um got a clip to play. Um, of the young lady's testimony. Okay. And putting his hands on me. That is really the basis of everything. And I didn't send my brothers to kill him. You just sent a text to go shoot up his shit, right? I, I didn't say shoot him. You sent a text oh. to go shoot up his shit, right? Correct. Tell the jury what the shit is. When you're angry, you say things. I'm sure everyone in this courtroom has what said something. When you're, I'm trying to speak. If you want me to answer your question, you have to let me answer your question. Well, if you were responsive to my question, I wouldn't have. All right, answer the question, please. Okay, can you repeat your question? The question was shit. What does shit mean in the context of that <laughs> text? Anything but him. Okay. So basically, you know, again, the the they're asking. She sent a text, said, you know, go shoot up his shit. They asked what the shit means. She says anything but him. That's what she meant through a text. She sent her brothers after she told them that he body slammed her, you know, put his hands on her, all this shit. Bullshit. Bullshit. Even like hearing her, like how she was explaining it, it was bullshit. Like, for us, we know what shoot that shit up mean. We know what it means. Everything. Everything. Car, him, everything. The house. Go kill that nigga. Yeah, damn near. Like, go kill that nigga. It means the premises. The premises. Yeah. Yeah. That's the definition of shoot that shit up. No, absolutely, man. So, again, so they try to stand your ground defense in the beginning because it's Florida. Mm. Florida. Okay. Um, Judge said no. Damn. Judge said that you have to prove to a jury that this is self defense, and they, th- you know, say so actually asked him to dismiss the case based on that. You know, stand your ground only applies if you're not black, right? That's the only time that counts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, someone chased the whole kid down, yeah, down in not in his house, yeah. not at his residence. Yeah. Chase him through the neighborhood. But he gets playing Batman, killed him, and you get to sell the gun and all the other shit. But this happens, and you got to prove it. You know, in front of a jury. Wow. So. Florida yeah. is is wild. They got a lot going on See, down the there. See the NCAAP, right? they put the statement on Florida. What's that? NCAAP put a statement out of uh, Florida of, um, I think it was a warning for all black people, like saying it's not safe there or whatnot um, because of the laws that they're regulating mm-hmm. and some of the laws that are on the table to get pushed forward. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the actual um, letterhead they dropped NCAA. Piece that they're very concerned with the state of Florida and African Americans. Yeah, nah, the the Florida's a wild place. I mean, I always joke about mm. you know, Florida man shit. Like, if you ever <laughs> get to the Florida man shit, yeah, uh, yeah. So I always joke about that. Like, you know, you, you put your birthday in, you know, see what pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, put your birthday Florida man. It's always some wild story. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but now nah, Florence is a wild place. So obviously, the governor running for fucking president now. Like, yo, like Florence is a wild ass place. Mm-hmm. Granted, at this point, our president falling down, stumbling. He got dementia and shit. So I mean, that man really, don't have dementia. If you not, he see did it, take a fall. Joe fell see, again. He fell again. Yes, yeah, 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 Joe fell again. Oh, Joe stay falling down, and then they was like. They just, they <laughs> you, heard, you, you heard the people in the back. Oh, you're like, we gonna pick Joe up. But yeah, nah, Joe uh, ass, um, Joe ass, on fell down again, and then goddamn, they're talking about like Joe be having issues like at certain meetings, mm-hmm. like Joe be pissing up and shit, like Joe having a hard time. Damn. You know, I Joe, ain't never heard that now. Yeah, it's real. You gotta look like you know Joe, damn, damn. to eighty. And he running for another term, Joe. So is Joe oh, is he? Yeah, did a Democratic. He yeah, he said he's gonna again. run again. So Joe, so basically by the time Joe if Joe wins again, Joe will be eighty three. Eighty three, eighty four, eighty four, something eighty four. Would it be that's would that be the oldest acting president of the United States? I mean, I'd assume so. <laughs> I'd fucking assume I don't know how old George Washington was, but uh, Abraham was, but god damn. It's an old ass nigga. Unless he's waiting to damn Something happened and Kamala take over. We ain't seen her since she been in office. I don't know what, what she do. She did catch goals. Yeah, I don't know what she do. She's collecting the check. Yeah, I, I appreciate it though. Well, get, that, get that check, sis. She's Turn been, up. She's been, um, you know, working behind the scenes. Okay. I would hope so, but if she's not, I salute that too. Okay. It's like uh, y'all watch Abbott <laughs> Elementary. Yeah, I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, like I feel like Kamala is like Ava, like she just in the cut, like chilling, and I I support it. Like get your bread. They've been doing that for years. You be vice president and you don't do shit. You just get a check. <laughs> Fuck it, move mm-hmm. to that big ass house and, and live. Fuck it. So I'm with that queen. Have at it. Do your so thing, funny. mama. Have it. Have yeah, at it. Absolutely, man. But nah, so I don't know, and I think also with this this just Travis Rudolph case, like it also kind of highlights. The situation we talked about before, right? Where you have like you know these women friends, you have sisters, mm-hmm. and kind of really highlighting them understanding, like, or even your girl, like putting your nigga in a situation where he has to react a certain way, and understanding the consequences that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Like she texts her brother on some wild, angry shit, and got one of them killed. Over yeah. something that she knew she really probably didn't even care about. She just felt the way in the moment. And now you lost a brother, like a blood brother, you know what I mean, over something that wasn't even that big of a deal. You was outside wilding. He was outside wilding. You lied and said he did X, Y, and Z, and it wasn't that. Um, so uh, a lot of NFL players have come out, you know, on his side, basically, right. you know, like a free travel, like, yo, this wasn't that. You know what I mean? If you watch her testimony, you know, we played the clip, watch the testimony, and really, she's real nonchalant. Mm. A lot of this shit. Like, she That's crazy. Like, yeah, she really like, yo, I mean, hey, I didn't tell the boy to do that she shit. She's trying to save herself. When I listened to that and I heard that clip, she was basically trying to save herself. I can tell. And it was like, man, be a little bit more remorseful for what you did. Yeah, and you hate to see it. I mean, you know, there's certain situations where, you know, a check needs to happen. I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a situation that uh, that shit I can think about with you where somebody says something about your sister where right. that shit needed to be checked. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. nah, cause you, you know what I mean? In certain situations, you don't move in, you don't be disrespectful, you don't do right. that, especially unprovoked. Right. But, exactly. But, you know, this particular situation was just wild. You know what I mean? Because now you're talking about a man's freedom and a man's life that both, you know, could possibly end. It's so important to master your emotions. Yeah. 
because I feel like a lot of bad things that happen stem from somebody going off on a tangent because some sort of um, emotion was invoked. Like they felt some type of way because somebody said this or did that. Mm-hmm. And so now, okay, I'm going to be petty or now I'm going to yep. do this or do that or I'm going to make you lose your job because you said this, you know. Yeah. That happens a lot. Just them abusing the love people got for you. Like, yeah. you know what? These niggas will do anything for me. Let me go send them niggas into, you know, it's just wild as fuck to see. Um, one thing I want to do before we get out of here that I promise Ian that I'll let him do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody, let's everybody mute up. Let's let Ian have an ISO. See, there he goes. For his moment. There he goes. Ian, what happened to your Celtics? See, I already knew he was about to say this. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? What but it's to cool. What happened you know. to your Celtics? Because you know. I got questions. That's cool. I want you to go ahead and do it. So, so my first question is, what happened? We can go. Um, well, we went down three, as everybody know. We know from being on the pod, everybody know I am a Boston Celtics fan. And basketball has been for a while. Went down, dug us a little hole, mm-hmm. you know. And we Deep crept hole. back, and we fought back, and we fought back. And every game, if you know, you Miles, was, yeah, yeah, you know, I love myself. Mm-hmm. Miles was waiting for us to lose. <laughs> He Absolutely. knew he, he was ill just like every game. He but don't like, be phony. But don't be phony. Tell them why I couldn't wait for y'all to lose. Tell tell why. I mean, I, I throw a little Laker jabs out every now and then. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of the Laker fans, you know, being a Boston fan, it's kind of like back in their beaching highs. Like, hey, we don't like y'all. We don't like y'all neither. Yeah, you know? it's, it's so when y'all lose, we definitely going to laugh. It's Crips and Bloods out here. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep it up. Tell them I'm so a Laker so you, fan. So you a diehard Laker fan? Yeah, yeah. I love my Lakers yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, I mean, hey, my, my boys went down, you know. What you feel about the finals? You know, we got Miami and Denver. We're going to throw a little sports talk on there at the end. What you feel about What's your, what's your predictions? Well, before we do it, you don't, you Celtics? You don't talk about I mean, we cool, man. We, we, we finals <laughs> last year, missed the finals this year. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all right. Do you feel as mm-hmm. if the Celtics wasted everybody's time by coming back 3 0 and still. No, that's not a waste time. I've never heard, you know, this term, I'd rather be sweep thing. We got to stop that. I didn't say that. I never said that. That's the that's the worst loser. I've never said I'd rather uh, be swept. Comment I've ever. I've had. never said that. If you you, I don't want to lose four at look, nothing. Let me, I don't let me care. say this: as rocks, president, racing, uh, as president, yo yo, as president of the Lakers Association of the Southeast Region, <laughs> I would like for you to point the fan that said they rather lose or rather be swept. Let I'm me know a lot of that, so man. I can immediately, uh, you know what I mean, revoke oh, okay. their their membership. Yeah. I thought we had a chance though on the on the comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three on three. You know what? That's what I like the most. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I like seeing y'all get excited. Like, Ben, let's get one. Yeah, but I mean, come on oh, now. Shit, if it wasn't for Tatum Ankle, you know, that was yeah. I was real key. The first gate of man sprung his I ain't gonna front. I got phony. Cause like I like when Jimmy hit the free throws in game six. Yeah. I had put like a little poster somebody check on Jones and then y'all won. I had to leave it. Yeah, to delete it real fast. I missed it. Yeah. Damn, yeah, I wish yeah, I could have yeah, caught that. Yeah, yeah, I, caught I had you. a lot of people, yeah, yeah, but I, I ain't gonna lie, on, on, on our road to the plus, I want a lot of money off the set. I bet. You know, you know I, mean? I still got the uh the, it's a picture that I took of you mm-hmm. when y'all lost to the heat oh in like 2013, 2012. You took a picture of him. L- yeah. L- L- listen to we the timetable. This we nigga said 2013, Yo, 2012. You so messy. You had a shot. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you messy. Little That's bit, over little 10 bit. years ago. Yeah. It is. It's still in my That's how petty he is. You see what I'm saying? Petty down. Look, I ain't gonna say I'm not. You messy as hell me. There you go. Look, look, look at you. You know what's old. He got the low cut. Look, look at him. <laughs> yeah, look at that that's face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cool, yeah, man. Yeah, 
I'm still here though. We're gonna get us one. Still scribe next they, year. They, year. they lost it. Yeah, every year is next year is always yeah, all right. So yeah, I feel it this year. <laughs> nah, absolutely. Um, but you probably one of them people. Remember in 2009? Yo, no, it's not nothing, man. picture for 10 years ago <laughs> just to tease funny. me. Petty is as petty does. <laughs> I'm with it. I remember nothing. I remember everything. Forget nothing. Mm, uh, <laughs> I know what you did. I know what you said. Remember, you you said that. No worry about it. I mean, it. in my demise, me standing there, who thinks to pull out that camera? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, you were so hurt. I had Fancy. to capture it. Had to capture the moment, man. It's like Hallmark. <laughs> I had to capture that moment of you and just, just utter. Utter discombobulation. Like, you just couldn't believe y'all niggas had lost to them. I think we're supposed to win the championship next year. That's taken from us. It's cool, though. Yeah, yeah, nah, y'all was. So I was happy to see y'all. Look, as long as y'all don't win, if we lose, as long as y'all don't win, I don't give a fuck. But I hate hate the Celtics with a burden. Oh, so you one of them. No, I'm one of them niggas. (laughs) I hate them niggas. Like, Like, all right, so this goes back to like back in the G, right? So in the 80s, like the black folks was Laker fans, the white folks was Celtics. Yes, always fans. bringing up. I race. do. Go now ahead, I too. feel like in today's age, you could be a black Celtics fan because I know why. I know when a lot of it happened, and that's when KG and all them was there. I get it. It's cool, but as a diehard Lakers fan, mm-hmm. the hate I have for any nigga wearing green. Yeah. I hate Celtics. I hate St. Patrick's Day. I hate all that shit. They Irish It's green I don't fuck with it Yo he got a little flag Hanging up over there You see I ain't got to look I know where it's at <laughs> Ain't did nothing to nobody nothing Hate to them nobody. niggas But bro. I ain't gonna lie At the same time like him I will not put on nothing Gold and purple He got purple mm-hmm. on right now He lying You see what I'm saying He said gold and purple, purple At the same yeah, time I will not You will not catch me I won't even play with them niggas On the game sis like, you know, I need to play with Kobe and the Lakers. God bless the day, Kobe. I would not play with I wouldn't either. When they had all them not boys, one Paul Pierce and Ray and I wouldn't even play with y'all on the play game. Play the, the Celtics. It's funny if up. I got the joystick and I'm playing with the Lakers. Yeah, just feel, yeah. What's the word? Icky. Ew. He said icky. <laughs> Make my stomach hurt. Yeah, nah. But to answer your question, though, mm. um, I say Nuggets and Five. Nuggets and Five? I said Nuggets, Nuggets, Nuggets are five too. I think they're one in five games. They're the better team. I they're mean, the better, they're better team. Better team. They show Nuggets. I, seen, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think this. I think there's a certain way that no one's played the Nuggets yet. With Jokic is you know basically I've been saying like you'll make a nigga score. Right. Like because again is when you let a nigga get thirty two points, fifteen assists, twelve rebounds, like he gonna drag you. Yeah, he is. Like, I mean, at the same time, but at you know, as it's all black people, we still like Jimmy Butler. Everybody kind of rooting for Jimmy. Like, yeah, I want Jimmy. He's the be. underdog. He's I the he's the perfect. He the perfect sense of the underdog. I told somebody like he's the perfect underdog. Like, I like Miami, image. but yeah. I think this Miami team is facing the same. Like, matter of fact, when they played the Lakers in the finals a few years ago, like yeah, same type it just time, yeah, like, you under you under man. Yeah, you under man. You, you ain't got enough to up. beat. That team Like you may get one You may get two Right You may still two But I just right. don't see But again And I ain't being funny I did not see them Going to 3-0 on y'all I didn't Not either. with them niggas All them niggas But you gotta think We blew the first two games We was winning like You know like The first three quarters Each game So we went one of those games We good No absolutely Yes uh, yeah, that was that. That was a drop off to me, you know. Emma Tatum jersey on and all, you know. I saw it, it was nice. Mm-hmm. He had a little video. I said, "Oh, he's excited. I hope they lose." <laughs> oh, I want that excitement to go to heartbreak. You be praying on people downfall. I do. Just Celtics fans. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I root for niggas. Next year, it's funny. We actually will. NFL, we got different teams. Everybody else, we cool. We like Georgia. We yeah, we like Georgia. Yeah, we, we, like other Braves, we all Braves. good. It's just you know. 
just can't do the football and basketball. Nah, football. NFL, too. NBA, can't do it. I, I, I literally would never. Speaking, speaking of uh, NFL, did you know that uh, Antonio Brown offered Cam Newton 150000 to play for his uh, arena team? He going? No. I don't know. But it was just that. Cam living a good life, man. Cam fucking with, I ain't knew, you know, uh, he fucked with old girl, uh, Jazzy, uh, the girl watched Jazzy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, yeah, Cam fuck, New. Yeah, yeah, Cam oh, New. yeah, she played Toya Turner. Yeah, her, yeah. To, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, he, yeah, he, her, yeah, he, got it, he in Charlotte, you know, living his best life. He got a little bag on him. You My know what I'm saying? Hey, Cam living, man. Cam living. I salute Cam. Right, do your thing. Do your thing, Cam. You know, she said she, you know, because she, she caught a lot of backlash when she had a little interview and some of how she... You know, take care of her man. She rub his feet and cook for him and all that shit. Okay. And then we find out a nigga she's talking about was Cam. Cam, Cam said, do be yeah, talking that print that king shit though. Not Cam do. He talk that king shit. Yeah, you don't. You can't say my woman go yeah. X, Y, and Z. I mean, she was yeah. like, oh no, yes, I do it. So yeah. yeah. Even spending on a little Saturday news, I don't know how much like this is. Yeah. I don't really want to put this out here, but it has been waving in the news ways about Jamie Foxx's condition. So what I'm hearing now is that he's blind and he's physically stroked on one side of his body. You heard that? I wonder if there's yeah, any truth to that because, because there's just so many conflicting stories. But his daughter, he, they his daughter, his daughter, his daughter came by and said he ain't one. His daughter came by and said that nigga was playing pickleball last week, like real shit. Like she said he good. She said they got a show coming out. Like they say he's progressing, but I think honestly, my heart of hearts tell me he's fine. I think that if it was a, a situation that was really going left that we would have heard about it in some way shape or form like everybody had a kevin hart interview he talked about it. he said yo like yo like no he's doing good you know his his daughter saying he's doing good like so has anybody seen him like no and that's but, the thing but i appreciate that but i hope he, if he really is sick I really hope he pulls through. I, hope he I do too. He, he's such an amazing, amazing, a crazy actor. Talent. Just talent just overall. Talent. He's Funny. very underrated. He's, he's he can wanted, sing so he, good. I wish he. I really wish he would have put out another album. Yeah, because that was amazing. That was dope. I love Like I remember when uh, yeah. when uh, "Fall for Your Type" dropped by Drake, and this be oh yeah, Drake did music. the first. Did the cover. So, he, yeah. so I remember when Drake had like the first verse, right? And there was only one verse of "Fall for Your Type." And then they were like, oh, Drake gave the song to Jamie Foxx. And it's a full song. Mm-hmm. And it literally met every expectation I had for that song. Right. For those who haven't heard Fall For Your Type, that shit might be one of Drake's best written songs. It's an amazing okay, yeah. song. Okay. I like and, it. I and, like and, it. And in the time frame that it dropped, this is in college, what he's mm-hmm. talking about is real relatable. Um, but, you know, for Jamie, man, yeah, I hope he's pulling through. Me, amazing actor. Django. Um, you know, Django, Any Given Sunday, uh, the List Jamie Foxx show album was amazing. Funny ass comedian. I mean, it's nothing he can't do. You know, when you talk about people and, and call them a talent, like that's someone you label as a talent. Yeah, it's yeah. Jamie Foxx. You know what I mean? Like, no, that 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 nigga's a talent. You know what I mean? So. Prayers up to Jamie, man. Yeah, man. Always prayers up, man. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he pulls through, doing well. His, his like I said, his daughter said they got a TV show coming out. You know, he's doing, doing a voice on the TV show. Yeah, so he's doing a lot of different shit, man. Okay. So, we'll so we'll see. Um, shits and gears, kind of a callback to a, a prior episode we had. I don't know if you saw this stuff, but um, we were talking about uh the Little Mermaid. 
I haven't seen it yet. You seen it yet? I haven't, but I oh, will. So no, so, I, I, I intend to go um, this weekend. Actually, so Ian thought that Hallie on Little Mermaid was Halle Berry, and thought Halle Berry was Little Mermaid. <laughs> and I had to educate Ian that no, uh, it was Halle uh, Bailey. Grant him some grace. Grant yeah, yeah, some grace. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> he did. He made a whole clip out of I it. I didn't make a clip. The clip was funny. Ooh. It's a good. Clip. Look, he proud. Cause Cause he thought it was. He thought it was me. He thought it was shorty. He said, "Make me feel good," and it wasn't her. Like that little monster's ball, Hallie. And this is a Disney production. They would never. <laughs> so, yeah, nah, it was definitely. Let me see what I can find. Let me see what I can find. Let's see what I can find. Yeah, here it go, man. It was good. A little bit, man. Have you seen the hate for Hallie with, with the black with, with the black mermaid? I've seen it coming. Like, you kind of seen the slick hate coming. Like, you think, you know, Buddy bump, bumping you over a monster ball is going to save you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a different Hallie, man. That's my Halle Berry. You want to play Halle Berry over there? I just seen the little preview. Halle from Chloe Halle Oh, the little nice little chick. Yeah. I heard she was the shit stuff. She was the shit Hey, 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 hey. She was saying they saw her. She was the shit stuff. Goddamn. That was early in my pod career. It was early. He had to do research and it was okay. That's funny. But yeah, but nah, she haven't seen it yet. E, you took the mm. I haven't seen it yet, but I will. Nah, nah, even she's a little bit older, so yeah. She's about 15 now, so. I wouldn't see it. Mm. Me and Shorty wouldn't see it. I could see that. You saw it? Yeah, it was cool. Mm. You liked it? It was cool. It was, I mean, they, they, you know, it was long as fuck. I heard it was long as shit. Oh my God, long as fuck. Stuff. It was like 215, 2 hours, 15 minutes long Jeez. as shit. I had to look to see. Like, you've been in a movie and that shit and getting a little long. Like, yeah, you go, I Google, I Google, like, what's the runtime? Damn, two hours? <laughs> How long have I been in this shit? We got a whole hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, it was paid though. Yeah. I heard it did real well um, in the box office. It was a good weekend to drop. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, well, Great weekend I'm a smart. Yeah. That was smart. But no, it was, it was a cool little film, man, for sure, man. I fought with Little Mermaid. but So I, I advise everybody go see it. Mm-hmm. Go support Halle Bailey, not Halle mm-hmm. Berry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Please. Um, but yeah, no. A lot Halle of, Berry got a, um, I thought she has a um, new movie coming out, right? She do. She do. It's Her a lot of, and somebody else. In con- it's like, oh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Her and Angelina Jolie. Mm. It looked like it's going to be a, a action-packed movie. I don't know what it's called yet. Yeah, I, I saw an advertisement about it today. Huh? I'm gonna check it out. I, you know, randomly also I watched a Jennifer Lopez movie, The Mother. Y'all oh, I that saw show? that. That was yeah. good. Yo, what that you shit think? was good. It was good. I fucked with it. it was I good. liked it. I liked it. You know, it's it cool always movie. it's always some haters though. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's but cool. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah. She, she, she. J-Lo's a good actress. J-Lo man. was like she did good. She did good. She played that role really, really well. I thought really, so too. Really well. um, the combat though, it was the combat for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I believe J Lo's whooping niggas ass like that. Like I'm tired of watching movies where she whoop niggas ass. Like, she beat shit out, buddy. You know in, what? Because that made me think about her other movie called Enough. Enough. Yeah, yeah she whooped that nigga ass in Enough, but she trained for that. Right. And she had buddy who was like, "Yo, he's gonna, you know, because he beat her ass at the beginning, mm-hmm. and buddy said he's gonna stand over you and all that mm-hmm. shit. But now nah, in this one. Gonna work. No, no questions. Like she, straight hands, mm-hmm. straight hands. She's work. so versatile. Yeah. Um. Speaking of man, we get into I call it shit the bingeables. Like mm-hmm. any shows y'all watching? Oh, bingeables. That's cute. Um. Mm. Today I finished this show called Miss Maisel, the marvelous Miss Maisel. Mm, what's that about? Um. It's about this Jewish woman. 
um, who becomes, she gets divorced. Mm-hmm. Her husband, she finds out that her husband is cheating or cheated on her with his secretary. So she divorced him. Mm. And then now she has to figure out how to fend for herself. And she becomes a comedian in oh. a time where that is unheard of for women. What's his on? Prime, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, okay. Mm-hmm. E, you got something you watching? Um, last thing I was probably watching is the uh I think it's like the BMF is a documentary, not the actual show. We're yeah. just selling like hearing from like J Bo and some of the other boys like actually encounters how that happened. I like to hear it from them rather than like getting the commentary for somebody else who kinda necessarily went there. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I think it was like they did like three shows and waiting on the other ones. So I caught up on all of them. Okay. Um, so you. I'm watching Love and Death. What the hell is that? What's that on? So why why you do? What that? platform is that on? So Love and Death is on HBO Max, right? Okay. So I've got this thing where now I've been addicted to Candy Montgomery series, documentaries, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, can't you know what it is? No, I don't know what it is. So Candy Montgomery is a lady who lives in Texas, right? Well, lived in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one I saw was I saw it last year around the same time, and it was called Candy. It was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So Candy is a woman who was dating, who was, she was married, lived in Texas, um, had two kids or whatever, stepped out, cheated on her husband with his other guy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, other, her and other, they had like a whole agreement. Like they sat down, mapped out their affair. And it was essentially, they had a rule, which was basically if we, anybody starts catching feelings, mm-hmm. it's just done. Mm-hmm. We just fucking, that's it. If it mm-hmm. ain't that, it's set in the eighties. If we, if you start feeling away, mm-hmm. we is cancel this shit now because all we gonna do is fuck. She doing it for the adventure. Uh, buddy um, was doing it, you know what I mean? Because it was some new pussy, basically. Okay. His wife was going through some um, post, not real shit. Mm-hmm. Like his wife was going through some postpartum depression. Like she was trying to get pregnant. Like you know what I mean? Wait, and, his wife was going through postpartum and he chasing tail. He chasing ass. Like, but he was approached by Candy by the other lady. But yes, he was chasing ass. So he's fucking hotels, all this shit, right? And essentially, Candy ends up killing the woman. Uh, I think her name was Betty, Betty something. But he kills, she ends up chopping her up with an axe. She killed a wife. Killed a wife. Okay. Um, I saw the one on Hulu. So she gonna be stepmama? Mm-mm. They, they not together. It's over with. Candy actually gets off. Mm. She don't go to jail for what? that shit. She kills the woman. Um... But the 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 way she got off was that she said that the woman attacked her with the axe first. Mm. Like the woman asked essentially, and I don't want to spoil it, but the woman basically confronts her mm. about, about the, the affair. affair. Because they admit to the affair. And the woman, it's, it's other little caveats and nuances in it, but the woman admits to the affair. Candy admits to the affair to the woman. They know what's going on. Candy's at the woman's house. The woman attacks Candy with axe allegedly. Candy takes the axe from the lady, chops her ass up. Yeah. Chops wow. her up with the baby because the woman that she gets pregnant has a baby. The baby's still in the house when she does it. Candy leaves. Baby's still in the crib, crying. Yeah. Wow. Mama chopped up in the laundry room. Mm. Yeah. So this is the second one. So the first one was called Candy. It's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's called Love and Death, and it's okay. on HBO Max. It's actually real good. Like I, I'm a fan. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like and, and it's dope to me because they tell these stories two different ways. Mm-hmm. Like the one on HBO Max told his buddy she was cheating with was his like desirable ass dude. Like mm-hmm. she really, you know what I mean, whatever. HBO Max is telling it different. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it literally was on something she just want to fuck somebody. Mm-hmm. Like and she mm-hmm. said that she got close to him. He smelled like sex. 
Is this any what? truth to this? Yeah, she said, huh? This is a fiction? Truth. No, this is a real story. Oh, the wow. funny part, well, not, I guess not funny, but the wild part about it is, you know, like at the end of like movies and whatever, they do like this person lives here now. Oh, okay. Can't even move to Georgia. Damn. Mm. Can't live right here. She's probably your neighbor. <laughs> Can't be crazy That's ass. Crazy. Can't be crazy ass. Chop, you know, change the name. Can't move here. We up. Look it up, Love and Death, man, or HBO Max. Well, I guess it's it's called Max now, but uh, it's an HBO for some mm. reason. But yeah, nah, it's an original on HBO. That's mm. some wild shit. Crazy. I like um, I like watching a lot of uh, Korean dramas. Yeah, yeah, I do. I like white. <laughs> <laughs> really you so silly. Like that. I like um. You ever seen Waco on Netflix? Mm-mm. Oh, good shit. I do have Netflix. Yeah, you should watch it. Waco. It's about Waco. Uh, about the Branch Davidians. It's like this white guy basically starts a cult. He has them convinced that he's God, mm. and they're making you probably. That's a true that story. That's a true story. Happened like in I was a kid when this was. Yeah, yeah, I was a kid when this was going on. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, them think he was a God or whatever. Had to follow They had went and modified a bunch of weapons and shit. So that's when like the ATF pulled up on them niggas. It was a whole like month long standoff with them niggas, and eventually they end up burning down their compound, killing all the women, children. Everything, but did the guy die too, or did yeah, they take him he in? Died too. He oh. burned up too, like killed oh. all the niggas. But the whole thing is the the, the debate that still kind of goes is who fired the first shot, who started the actual violence in that standoff. Mm. Mm. They saying the Branch Davidians did, the Branch Davidians said the FBI did. It's a whole thing. But Wait, so the standoff happened because the guy who claimed he was God, God had his people in his cult mm-hmm. modifying weapons mm-hmm. you can't do that shit mm. putting silencers turning oh. and he had him a little silencer. army so it's like once uh, you yeah essentially yeah, yeah any 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 like anything with like atf and i don't know if people understand like feds and all that like once you start to create like an army or like a cult mm-hmm. and they're armed they have a they have, you know what I mean, every right, yeah, every come, right to come yeah. check you. That's like some old school like yeah. revolutionary war shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't be in here yeah. with all these ARs. You done turn to some super fucking gun. What the fuck going on? You know right. what I mean? And cause again, they basically want you to have what they have. Mm-hmm. Cause they ain't know what they're fighting against. Right. You got some crazy ass AR that you shoot one time and that bitch can spray up twenty people. Like, nah, nigga, like, give me that. <laughs> we ain't did that yet. Let me get that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nah. So that's the that was their reason of going in. And it turned into a whole thing, but yeah, like he had multiple wives, um, multiple children, mm-hmm. um, fucking some of his daughters. Like it was a wild joint. Like it was crazy. Wow, it was crazy. But I really enjoyed white or white crime. That was dope. So it's I, like, I like seeing, yeah, I like seeing the whites suffer. <laughs> you a mess. <laughs> I like seeing them suffer. Louis, it's just silly. Yeah, we talked about. We do it. not condone violence. No, I don't condone, I don't condone violence. But I talked about this a long time on an old podcast where we talked about like black trauma porn. Black trauma porn. Yeah, you never heard of this? No. I feel good. This is <laughs> what a great is that? Episode. So black <laughs> yo, y'all never heard of black so black trauma porn is essentially <laughs> these movies, right? We have like these slave movies and all these things that keep pumping out that white people watch and see and, and get enjoyment out of. Mm. It's literally like black mm. trauma porn. Like they watch oh, okay. it. See, and you know what I mean? So that's why I don't like watching slave. I don't want to see roots. getting raped and all Yeah, that. I don't want to yeah, see roots. Yeah. I don't want to see birth of a nation. I don't want to yeah. see that shit. Yeah. Like we know we were slaves. I'm tired of watching the movies. Mm. So well, who's making them? Mm. 
Black people. Okay, I see what you're saying. See what I'm saying? Okay. So the term for it that got coined was black trauma porn. Mm. Like, we're going to watch y'all suffer and enjoy watching it. Nah, mm. nah, give me Django. I don't see you turn up. Like, I need a few more Django's yeah, to be fuck produced. Up, yeah, fuck Candyland. Like yeah, fuck up Candyland. My Land. only thing with Django was the music that they chose. It was not um, consistent with the time frame. It wasn't because they playing Rick. They were playing Rick Ross. That Rick Ross song was crazy. That Rick Ross song was crazy. But I ain't gonna lie, that's I the director. Uh, nice, um, the director known for that. Quentin yeah, yeah, Quentin, yeah, Quentin Tarantino known for like you know doing shit like that. Like he always made like some dope ass movies and shit like that. So I like. You just say nigga too much in the movies. I don't like that. Mm, but at the same time, it's needed. It's I mean, active, if he's but gonna be, you know, with if you're gonna be a raw cut of act, the man. time, you know, no, the that time, time frame. Is cool, right. But they say it's some other yeah. movies you got where they say nigga a lot. I think he cool. You know, they say people. there's a movie. Uh, who what's short of name? Selma Hayek, mm-hmm. where he essentially like wrote in a part where she has to make out with a stranger. Mm-hmm. Guess who the stranger was? Who him? Oh what? <laughs> yes. Right. He, he was probably like, "Oh, she's so fine. Let yeah, me see how I can get her. Let me see this one. <laughs> Let me write this scene in. Freaky. Freaky. They don't get wine stained out here now. Yeah, freaky. Yeah. Yeah. It's big nasty motherfucker. That is too funny. But yeah, nah, absolutely, man. So I think we got it pretty much everything. Well, that's it. Oh, sis, we got to call mm, out I, your uh I, your platform. I definitely yeah, want to um make sure I let you guys know. Please follow me. On all platforms at Intact Hourglass, that's N-T-A-C-T underscore Hourglass, H-O-U-R-G-L-A-S-S. Mm. Yeah, and tune into my music. Yeah, we're definitely going in yeah. it. Where can we find yeah, you? On iTunes, platforms. Stream Love by Tiffany B on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Pandora, TikTok, everything. Okay. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Instagram, there. everywhere. Yeah. Find that shit. Yeah. New music coming soon. Uh nah, man. Um, like I say, uh, you know, just just glad to be here. You know, you know, I'm gonna take the humble route humble route on this, just you know, just us being together and being able to do this every day. This shit just a blessing. Not to put shit in blessing same sentence, but <laughs> forgive me, Lord. That's what I'm riding with. Yeah. Yeah, so you know. Conversation amongst friends. Uh-huh. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So that was episode, I think, one ten. One ten. One ten. I've been around for a minute. Ain't going away either. Your favorite. Um, pod. Yeah, your favorite podcast. Favorite podcast, man. So, how do you say that in uh, Chinese? Yeah. Like say that, you know. Favorite t- podcast. I don't know how to say favorite podcast. Okay, well, give <laughs> us some title. Yeah, like entitled. You know. Um, I will say something. Chinese. Okay. Y'all just want me to say something in Chinese? Yeah, something cool. Look at Shinzai. I feel like whatever you say, that nigga gonna do it. Whatever you ask that nigga to do, he gonna do that Man, shit. What the hell does that mean? That only on the title That man. shit ain't sound freaky to you <laughs> No that's not freaky What you ask You probably ask for like a You probably saw a nigga go, go. No <laughs> I just nigga, said Now seat, me and my friends are speaking Oh that's That's nigga That's toilet seat So again man So one time Their favorite podcast Favorite podcast man You already know Appreciate y'all Fucking with us first time Last time Whatever time I always love on this side Once again You fuck with us Fuck with us If you don't Don't you worry about it Bitch I know somebody like it that's a fact. Period. <laughs> until then, until next time, man. Yes, sir. Peace, love, and blessings. Always. Yeah. Yes, sir.
money up until I feel a ceiling. I ain't want your bitch, she looked at me like really, really. I'm in your city with these bucks, so like I ain't fulfilling. I'm like, silly, I woke up and then I made a million. Hey, I'm me too much lettuce cheese, my bitch look like chili. No, I'm never stuck, never stuck, stuck. Hold my pants up, cause the 40 It's the Untitled Podcast. Yeah, boob, talk your shit. Ooh, give me some more flavor.